Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is a thirsty Thursday. And Lord knows it's been a couple of weeks. So that's right. We are all a little thirsty, both for tasty beverages and good times down here in the basement hanging out. So first and foremost, man, let's not waste any time. Let's get this jobby right. That's right. <laughs> the new home of Trey Lance, you bastard. It's the one and only Randy Giggity Giles and the San Francisco 49ers. What's up, brah? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Just uh, doing what I usually do, you know, <laughs> working, working out, and gaming. That's kind of all I've been, all I do right now. That's all right, man. Stay focused, stay on point. So, it, look, man, I felt like that move was for Trey Lance, and lo and behold, there it was, man. Oh, Kyle falling in love with him in January or whatever he said, but... I'm intrigued by the upside that guy has, uh, and I'm not going to lie, man. I was like, man, maybe he'll drop, and maybe somebody will move up. That somebody being like Washington. Obviously, that, that didn't happen. <laughs> That's okay. But, uh, you know, it's a good spot for him, and he can sit for a couple of years behind Garoppolo as long as Garoppolo can stay healthy, uh, which is a big if for him. But I like the move, man. I know it's a, I know it's a stiff price to pay, but I, I like the move, man, and I like his upside. I hope he pans out. He's a super likable dude. Interviews really well. I heard him on a lot of radio shows, and just seems like a just seems like a good dude, man. So I'm a fan. I hope you are. <laughs> I mean, I know it, well, it's it's like the draft, so you never know. <laughs> you know, right. I get it. Well, and the whole thing with the draft for me was is I didn't know of the three who they were really going to go after. Yeah, and I was kind of fine with whomever, mm -hmm. but obviously, like you said, Lance has tremendous upside. Uh, he's going to get a chance to sit Unlike whereas Fields and Jones, chances are they would have tried to start uh, sooner Dude, rather than come later. come on, Andy Dalton, QB1. What are you talking about? Get out of here. <laughs> Bears had well, a tweet, dude. It's official on record, man. Come on. <laughs> but it's just one of those things where I'm like, okay, he's got all the – he's got the tools. He's got a good coach who can – coach him up and really work with him yeah uh, it's not like garoppolo is a slouch he no. the team does win with him when he's healthy they do so it gives him a chance to improve his stock so when the time comes whether they cut him loose or get it you know trade him it's, it'll be one of those things where it's a win-win for everybody uh, obviously with jones going to new england garoppolo mm -hmm. probably not going back there uh, yeah you got a couple years to sort that out you got a couple years to sort that out uh, obviously, we're going to circle back because there, there, there's some fun factoids with Trey Lance that we got to cover, but we got to get, get everybody in. So we'll circle back for some, for some NFL draft stuff. But I'm intrigued by the upside, man. He seems like he's going to be a dude that's really easy to root for, uh, both for just from a talent perspective and what, you know, what they've obviously projected him to be to, you know, move up to the three hole and take the dude, but just from a personality and, you know, standpoint and just somebody you want to root for. So hopefully that's really who he is and that's not just a snow job that they're dropping on everybody but he, he really by all accounts everything i heard he seems like a really good dude so and that's a great spot it's hard to ask to, to end up uh in a better spot at you know what i mean like as a quarterback right. being picked in the top three because it's not a crap team you know it's i mean there, there's a lot of good pieces there they got to stay healthy that, that's always an issue but you know a good organization good coaching staff good leadership there and a nice opportunity to not get thrown into the fire because he I mean he didn't he doesn't have a ton of reps under his belt and that's one of the things I want to circle back to all right uh let's see man <laughs> Shannon I know you were asking for a different song 
So it, it, I don't know what your timing is here. Not, but, but, not as the intro. Not as the intro. Oh, not as the intro. Yes. So you want your normal intro, but we just we're gonna circle back to the song. All right, well that's fine. Yeah. We can do that. All right, well, that's right. You already hear him dropping the jibba jabba, the one and only Shannon the, the Twitter Terminator, and I don't know the Snake the Model Show. I don't know where this story is going, but what's going on, man? <laughs> All right, so uh, at the day after the podcast, uh, a couple weeks ago on Friday, um, I woke up and had a very private itch and um (laughs) i was just like oh my god what the hell man like and it was on my tape i mean really this is what you (laughs) wanted out of the gate hey it's too funny not to share and uh, i'm just sitting there like what the hell like i I can't tell if it's a bug bite or like a zit whatever (laughs) And, and uh, you know, I go through the day, this and that. And, dude, let me tell you something. That Friday, after that podcast, having that Kentucky Christmas morning uh-huh. with, like, some chips and salsa, dude, I was busting ass all day. Okay? <laughs> busting ass all day. So, come to Friday night, I'm just like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom and see what that, what what is going on here. And I... Just fucking just squeeze and up. All right, all right, whatever. And I have a fucking tick. Oh no! So it's a fucking tick had bit me, but there was no blood in the tick, and that was probably because I busted ass all day long. And that motherfucker said, "Oh no!" Like I don't even think he was moving by the time I pulled him off. Man, so Shannon, you gotta, going, Shannon, you gotta stop wearing those thongs, bro. They're not, they're not, they're not good for the ticks, man. That's all I'm saying. But I'm sitting there in my head thinking, and it, the song came in right ahead, right away. I was just like, T N T, tick on the I had to wow. save this for the sports break. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were a power load, all right. No. Uh, the best part was, is like, Katie would come up and be like, where the tick? What happened, Dad? Where, where are you itching? And I and everyone would be like his private area, and I'd be like my taint. And she would look at me and be like, she don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm like the school she's been to. I'm sure she's heard that before. But so what you're telling me is you had enough beer and enough salsa, and you dropped enough ass on that tick that it was dust in the wind up on your taint. Is what you're telling yes. me? Yes. <laughs> Note to sell, Shannon's gas can kill. <laughs> yes, yes, it can. You know, Shannon, this is going to be one of those times I am wonderfully glad that in this age of technology that you didn't NFT your freaking taint with a photograph. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's one thing to have non-fungible tokens, but if we have non-fungible taints breaking out on the brew, that's, 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 a, little, that's a little bit much, man. <laughs> hey, 
I, I I asked the kid, the wife and the kids, I'm like, do y'all have like a mirror so I can just see no. what the heck is going on? No, no. And they're like, no, we no. don't have one. <laughs> so, you know when you take those vows for better or worse? Dude, As it's like, what... Amber, I'm going to need you to have to take that's, a look. That's some worse. Cool. That's some worse. Shannon, you are dropping a round out the taint, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's around at the tank. Dude, I was gonna save this shot for later, but this is for you, dude. Thank you. Appreciate that. God bless, man. So, well, yeah. So, and enjoy that good, that funny story at my expense. Yeah, so you, I hope you guys enjoy that. Thanks. This might go down as one of the most bizarre openings to the sports crew we've ever had, but uh, that's well, okay. Brink's up there. That's why yeah, I saved the story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if I should say thank you or disconnect you from this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. Let's just move right along to Beastad or, Mar- or Matt. We're going to give that tick the coffin dance music. Because it certainly deserved it. <laughs> after yeah, yeah, after yeah, you yeah. taint after you taint bombed them for however long it took to kill them with your gas. Thank you, Justin, for bringing me in first. Because there's no way in hell I could have topped that. <laughs> no. Good luck, you two. <laughs> oh God, that's pretty fantastic. Oh man. Oh, man. Well. Okay then. <laughs> All right, I, I feel better. <laughs> no, t- ticks. Are- everyone feels better about hearing that story. Well, everyone feels better about themselves. They should mainly because we don't have ticks on our taint. I mean, that's a yeah, you know, you know, that's that. Believe me, no TNT, man. No, like some like some dynamite. <laughs> Definitely not. Here, hold on a second. Oh, I let some dynamite out that day. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> 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 There's your 877 S now. <laughs> or the Tick's case, 877 Taint now. And you're gonna blow ass now. <laughs> Thanks, McGuffin. Okay, anyway. <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, clearly, I brought you to the wrong song. You really you should have done. Should have done. Should have done dropping a bomb on me. Mm. That almost feels like that was like a you know we were completely sloshed at the end of a podcast conversation as opposed to the front end of one. You know what I mean? So that's okay though. So be it. So be it. I had to tell that story somewhat sober. Yeah, I've only had two warm up beers, so I had to tell it sober. It's all good, yeah. man. It's all good. It's all good. All right, well, let's get <laughs> somewhere. Like I said, good luck. Wrong. <laughs> good luck. Not wrong. Not wrong. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's 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 get back on track, man. I mean, we've already done the thong song. I mean, we're crack we're cranking out all kinds of ridiculousness here, just for good measure. Like Fifteen so, songs already. I know. How about that? That might be a record. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get the one and only D stat up in here, man. Bro, you ready to hit your cue? Yes, sir. And you know, Zoom's gonna Zoom's gonna drop a beat down on your woo like it's Tom Wilson on some New York Rangers, bro. Let's go. Three, brew, and. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bro, I got to tell you, um, I, you know, forget about Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Can we get a Jake Paul versus Tom Wilson fight? <laughs> I'd like to see him try to snatch a hat from, from that dude. See if he can snap a cap from the cap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not. Oh my God! Look, I told you before, man. We got we got a, a, old hockey. McCockerton's gonna slip in here real quick. So, uh, you're up at DC, man. So you're in Caps Land, bro. And uh, Rangers Caps, man. The other night, leading off with a just an absolute stack of fisticuffs is a, a little bit of retribution, man. You got those three Rangers linesmen just throwing down as soon as the putt drops, dude. You got a lot of shenanigans going on. A little payback for you know just finding not suspending Wilson and uh I, I think it's hilarious that the Rangers that they dropped a $250,000 fine on them um granted those comments they're dropping for George Peros were a little bit harsh I get it they're clearly disappointed with that but I'd love the DC I'd love the DC fandom take on what that was because that junk you know, I'm not gonna lie and say I'm like watching a ton of hockey, but I, you know, I I keep up with interesting stories, and I was fascinated by how that played out. And God bless, we need another song break while you're talking about it. We need some safety dance for Tom Wilson, man. I'm just saying, it's getting it's getting rough up there, dude. <laughs> Three, yeah. three people fighting at the at the drop of the puck? What did, I mean, you know, I thought it was just um, Russell Westbrook getting triple doubles up there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I feel like this is more of a shat trick after Shannon's story than anything else. <laughs> but that's okay. But, get, but give me the DC Cap fan. Like, what is going on, Caps Rangers, dude? Well, I mean, Wilson Wilson has a reputation for a reason, and I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those tricky ones where like I I defend him because he's a damn good enforcer. He knows what he's supposed to do, and when he's playing right, he he he's damn good at it. He he's earned the bad side of his reputation, unfortunately, yeah. because because it's just it's just started happening too many times. I I don't know what to say. I, I don't think that he's just some scumbag who like intentionally no. wants to hurt people. I just think he's got this mentality that he clearly doesn't really have a good way to, to tone it down. And I don't know what they can do about it. I, the last one, the one that happened against the Rangers guy, last I heard he either is, or is going to be fine. Um, the guy, <clears throat> the guy that he got the lead hit on, but um, I was surprised they didn't suspend him. But I mean, for me, I mean, beyond, I mean, yes, the, the beginning of the game was 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 absolutely ridiculous. But <laughs> you know, what what I, what I would mainly just I can't I can't get over is I mean, there were a hundred combined penalty minutes in the first period of that game. <laughs> that's, yeah. in, that's insane. <laughs> that's that is beyond insane. I mean, they, they you know everybody or anybody who paid any attention to it uh, got to see the picture of the you know the the Caps uh, penalty box. I think they had five players in there at once <laughs> at a certain point. Uh, so yeah, having their own little dance party. Um, <laughs> That's just fantastic, man. A hundred combined. <laughs> I mean, a hundred penalty minutes in a game would be a lot or, or a solid amount in a period. 
it doesn't even make any sense. Fuck the city. <laughs> for people who aren't <laughs> hockey fans, like most penalties, obviously for, for for fighting, it's five minutes per player. But like most penalties are going to be, you know, two minutes. So to to get a hundred combined penalty minutes, you're, you're you're trying, you're working at it. I mean, you're you're uh, be far easier not to do than to do. So yeah, yeah, there's bad blood, and then then yeah, they never really liked each other much. But uh, that 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 stuff uh, amped it up. I was surprised about the Rangers GM getting the boot. Fuck them. Uh, so it's it's a it's a weird situation, and it's it's one of those that yeah you worry about you know somebody just you know, eventually deciding they want to go head hunting directly at Wilson. So well, I mean he's over there preening with you know what I mean. He's got the jersey off, all padded up, just standing there like yeah, what you got? I mean right, come right. on man. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's 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 one of the, I mean it's definitely I think at this point mm. I mean clearly somebody that if you're a Caps fan mm. you probably love the guy for his loyalty. Maybe you want him to tone it down a little bit, but I mean. Every other you know fan in the league, he doesn't have any caps affinity. You think he's enemy number one, and you know uh, I, I get it. I mean, I can't I can't really argue too much against it at this point. It's uh, you know I think in any any sport we know when like guys get in you know a little bit of trouble, like you know one time, all right, you know maybe got to tone it down. Second time, all right, what are you thinking? Once you start getting beyond you know those numbers, it's, it it becomes like all right. I mean, yeah, it's probably deserved. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that's mostly where I am. I mean, I, I I don't have any hatred to the guy, and again, I don't think that he's outright trying to injure people, but I, I think he's clearly just got something that he, he he can't. I shouldn't say he can't, but he doesn't seem to know how to tone it down or turn it down. And uh, I do I, I worry about it a little bit going forward. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Well, if they if they want a ratings boost for the next time they play, they got it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as a Rangers fan, I mean, it's part of. The oh my game. God, y'all exist! Yeah. What? Whoa! I'm just saying, as a I'm Rangers fan, I'm like going, "Isn't this part of the game? This is how. <laughs> why are you guys bitching about it? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I, I remember you realize this is hockey, Randy. This is not the Texas Rangers. This is the New York Rangers. I yes. thought I thought we were talking about Walker, Texas Ranger. I mean, <laughs> somebody cue Chuck Norris. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, I mean, in, in, in seriously, oh. when you, when you have heated rivalries like that, yeah. that's just expected. Yep. Uh, I mean, think about back in the days when the Flyers would take on the Rangers and stuff like that. When they, you know. Back when we were kids, that I mean, there was just stuff like that breaking out all the time. You didn't see him yeah. bitching, pissing, and moaning. Oh, they just—I know. I, hard. It, he should be suspended. I think it oh. it, it falls kind of under kind of that that mindset where people like when you know we the NBA we grew up with is not the NBA that is now. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, and so no. there's a certain degree of physicality. <laughs> I mean, it's just not. So there's a certain degree of physicality that is not necessarily appreciated. And you know, you don't have. All the goons and enforcers. That's not really as much of a thing in the NHL as it used to be. I mean, right. it's just not. It doesn't mean you don't have somebody out there, like, you know, laying laying a stick on somebody or a hard hit or, you know, decking them into something. They still have some fights. They still they still throw down. But I don't, I don't know that it's quite as ruthless as it used to be. And, yeah, I mean, Wilson's kind of, I guess, in, in a certain way, is kind of a callback. And whether he has a screw loose or he he's likes to fight guy or whatever – you know, his teammates love him. I forget who was talking about it. They said that and if it wasn't for Oshi, you know, Wilson would be like a captain on that team. You know what I mean? So, right. and I'm sure a lot of other, you know, squads in the league, man, if, if they were like, well, Tom Wilson's available, would you put him on your team? You know, oh, he's like it. one of those guys where they're like, you hate him if he's not on your team, you love him if he's on your team. Uh, yeah. Even if he, even if he kind of pushes it, 
you know, pushes the edge, you know, routinely. And sometimes it blows up in your face a little bit. And other times you just have a bunch of, you know, hockey fisticuffs. Right. I mean, so. you know, you know, we'd go to war for war for you yes. and any of the other guys on your team. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I think we, we, we know, I mean, our, I think our collective favorite sport is, is, is always going to be football, football. And we know yes. that's, you know, we're glad that technology in all facets has gotten to the point where they can make equipment that's much more secure and safer and continue to try to protect guys while not, you know, eliminating the sport. I think I told you one of the, uh, maybe random, a quick tangent, but like, um, uh, this show, I don't even know what's happening right now, but uh, uh, Adam Knows Everything on True TV. Uh-huh. Came from a co- college humor skit initially, but it's a very interesting show where this guy who like claims to like kind of know everything takes on a subject, and he took on football for one episode, and he tries to demonstrate like why the popular beliefs of certain things are nonsense. And he genuinely, this it was the stupidest episode to me out of all of them. I usually like him, but it was stupid because he genuinely tried to argue at the end that there would come a day soon where the NFL would be able to genuinely become flag football to, to, for player safety sake. And I was like, no, no, no. You're, you're not like that just would not be a watchable sport for all people. I'm not saying it. I think we all want to see them continue to improve and be able to you know, protect players more and more. Cause we know that CT can't be ignored. And there's obviously tricky things about all aspects of them. I'm not going, going down that rabbit hole right now, but Flag football would be nonsense for the NFL, of course. That's just silly. F O H. Yeah, exactly. But but all that being said, um, yes, of course we're gonna support and be glad for things that are helping some keep players safer in football and hockey and things like that. So that's where I, I understand why it's it can't be the same. You know, I don't want to say careless, but the same game. I'm saying hockey or football that it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. Um, so I understand that change, and I understand where people are going to be a little more protective of their their fellow players. But I I don't outright believe that Wilson is just a guy who all he wants to do is injure players. I don't no. think that he's that that no. guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's still room for you know, I don't know, villain kind of players, and I I I I think he probably relishes that. Um, I I want to see him on the ice. I mean, I don't want to see him turn to loving that so much that he's just almost begging for suspensions and begging for, you mm. know, shit like that. Um, begging for it. I mean, just, just be playing reckless and just fucking knocking people out all over. Um, uh, but I mean, I, I, at the same time, he, he can't just, he doesn't know how to shut it down. He's not just going to suddenly become a, you know, poster boy for, you know, the good guy in the NHL. It's not going to happen. <laughs> not who he is. The heel turn, here it comes. Also, <laughs> no. he's a good guy. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> That'd be wild. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. You know, I, 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 will, I, I will. I will say on, on a completely unrelated yeah. Wilson note, I do have to say for the Caps that it was very cool that um, the team uh, Oshi, uh, his uh, his dad just passed away. He missed a few games, and his first game back was uh, that game against the Rangers. Uh, he had a hat trick, and I think all the players were—I forget what it was—I should know—but were wearing something on their. Uh, to, on their helmet for in honor of his dad, which is a really cool thing for the team to do. Yeah, so. no, that was pretty cool. Good, 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 good stuff. Tough spot. All right, well, there's your hockey McCockerson update from likes to fight guy and Tom Wilson and HD stat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, all right, we got one one more dude to get up in uh, up in this piece, man. And you get the special Aaron Rodgers dedication. <laughs> Always remember. <laughs> R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> Relax. 
The one, the Cut only. <laughs> Look, Gutekunt. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the only. The fantasy fail hard. Matthew Philip West Whitfield. What up, brah? <laughs> well, damn. It's been an interesting week in Green Bay. Oh, my God, think. dude. Oh, my God, man. What an absolutely bananas. What an absolutely bananas week, dude. I mean, it's getting uh, to the point I'm getting tired of this shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> go, uh, was it Danny Glover? Too old for this shit. There you go. I didn't I didn't know Green Bay was going to turn into, like, the days of our lives. Like, like we got soap operas up in there. You know what I'm saying? The days of our Lambo. <laughs> the days of our Lambo. What is, what is going on? <laughs> it's crazy. Dude. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. And, you know, it, uh, God bless, man. Everything, ever since the, the bomb dropped, you know, in the draft. And look, we're not going to kid ourselves. We've talked about the whole Jordan Love thing and um, certainly some frustration and how that went down is problematic. And they've acknowledged that. It's one thing to take another quarterback. And they, they clearly didn't think he was going to be available to them in the way that that played out. They traded up. I understand it's the draft. It's fast moving. But it's not like Aaron Rodgers is 40. I mean, he's 37 now, right? But he clearly is still in a window of his prime. Now, you start, you, you do have to hedge your bets a little bit. We get that. He had, uh, for him, some relatively down seasons. We get that. And I, I think a lot of this is the proverbial respect card. You know what I'm saying? For him to be watching the draft, <laughs> and it's like, oh, look, train up. He's probably like, hell yeah, get me a wide receiver, y'all. Let's do this. Bam, Jordan Love. He's probably just like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's taking shots of much. yeah, taking shots of tequila or whiskey or whatever he was drinking. You know, yes. I, I think them uh, not. We, re- hmm? I was going to say we got on their case last year. About we did. This. We did. We did. Because uh, you know, it was, it was it was a bad look. You know, when you legitimately have a Hall of Fame guy, and you know, people can argue about how good he is or how great he is or how talented he is. Look, here's the thing. He's a great quarterback. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Period. End of story. Where you want to slot him is a little bit up to you. Clearly a top three guy. Okay. Now, if you want to argue about his personality, that's a different thing. But as a football player, extremely productive. I mean, he almost had a 10 to 1 touchdown interception ratio last year, which is absolutely incredible. It is incredible. And an MVP season. And I'm not going to say that them drafting Jordan Love didn't appear to light a little bit of a fire under his ass. And that's good, right? He should, at this point, you know, if that motivates him to be like, well, F y'all, fantastic. But they still should have given the man a a little respect, just a quick text or a quick call saying, hey, man, we didn't think this was going to happen, but, you know, we're going to go ahead and make a move. You know, we know you've had some injuries. We're not trying to replace you, but we do need to, you know, get another quarterback to groom behind you long term. Jordan Love, boom. Uh, I think, would he have been happy about it? No. But I think at least an acknowledgement would have been, would have been nice. And he's, he's, and some of that is just understanding his personality. And maybe that's where LaFleur being new, really whiffed, uh, not having a longer term relationship with him. And, you know, I don't know. We can get into all this coulda, shoulda, woulda, ifs and nuts, candy and, you know, ifs and buts, candy and nuts, blah, 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 blah. They misplayed their hand with Jordan Love. They've clearly misplayed their hand a little bit with managing 
Aaron Rodgers' personality. They clearly misplayed the end of the NFC Championship game, which he was bitter about. So you got a lot of things going on. And there's a part of me that does feel like, and I'm not saying this is the case, but it's hard not to feel or interpret it in a way where you go, well, they kind of embarrassed him last year during the draft. And it's almost mm-hmm. like he was like, well, F y'all. Let me embarrass y'all a little bit you so, know, during the draft. You know, and, and last year it was hyped up as the deepest wide receiver class in history. Uh-huh. And I'm going to go over some second-round guys. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins and Cincy, who had a really good season. Michael Pittman Jr. in the Indy had, came on really late. Uh, LaVisca Chenault out of Jacksonville had a few good plays. K.J. Hamler in Denver. And Chase Claypool in Pittsburgh, man, that dude, that Baller. dude was raking. Uh, Van Baller. Jefferson, who went to the Rams, had a few decent games. So, you know, just imagine any one of those guys paired with Rodgers, how deadly or deadlier that offense would have been. You know, Devontae Adams on one side and one any one of those guys on the other side. And especially, and help me, Matt, with the tight end who emerged this year. Tunyon. Robert Tanyan, yes, yeah. <clears throat> and him emerging. What was it? I mean, was it Tanyan like Funyan or Tanyan not like Funyan? Wasn't it Tanyan like Funyan? Tanyan like Funyan. I like yeah, Funyan. Tanyan. We'll go with Funyans because you know I had to sneak them into the hospital to you. One time, <laughs> you did. So. I I will forever be indebted to you for sneaking <laughs> Funyans into me. And rest assured, if you're ever, I don't know. Like crippled up in the hospital. I'll sneak in something good. Not a, not a taint. I won't get you a, a tick for your taint. I'll actually get you something you enjoy. Okay. <laughs> well, that may actually put me in the hospital. Who knows? <laughs> look, was he? It may be pissed, but um, you know, you you look at that class last year, and those were second round guys. You know that that was a deep one of the deeper classes of receivers that you know since the. I don't know, the passing era kind of just took off. That was mm-hmm. one of the really deep uh, classes. And you would have thought, okay, they're moving up. They have receivers that they like. And any one of those guys would have been perfect opposite Devontae Adams. Well, you keep yeah. on hearing that report that came out that they tried to go up and get Jefferson, couldn't mm-hmm. do it. They tried to go up and get Io, couldn't do it. I said, okay, in retrospect, okay, they're trying to go up and get a receiver. Okay, that makes sense. Then why the hell are you going to turn around? Okay, we can't get a receiver, but we're going to go up and try to get a quarterback. They I mean, would have easily been around in the second round. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure if anybody else was trying to, and and they traded up, you know. Yeah, yeah. And part of that is and that's. It's not like they stayed pat. You know what I'm saying? Like, fine, you, you tried to try, and Jefferson obviously would have been a great addition. You know, would have been a great pick. But if they were willing to trade up, doesn't that mean somebody else was probably willing to trade up? Or maybe they, you know, I mean, there's other stuff going on. And again, I, you know, had, did Rodgers know they tried to move? Is that legitimate that they tried to move up to get Jefferson and just couldn't? Was that communicated? Hey, man, we tried to get these two guys. It didn't work out. So, you know, we're going to go ahead. We're, we're looking at this quarterback. Didn't think he's being available. <laughs> I, I, again, I don't know. But they have acknowledged that they had communication problems with that. They have acknowledged that, which I think is abundantly clear. And again, <clears throat> whether you like Aaron Rodgers, the football player or the person, he does have a personality you have to manage. He's a smart dude. He's a smart guy. And he's he can be a little bit prickly and a little bit aloof. I like oh, he him. Petty, he petty AF. Yeah, sure. He, he, yeah, he can be petty. I mean, <laughs> there's a reason that you have all these weird stories about him with people. 
You know, I, th- I mean, you got Favre coming out and talking about how he holds grudges and all this other stuff. And maybe he does. But, it like, this is the thing. If he's your guy and you know he, you know, you know, understand his personality, you know you have to manage that. And they did a poor job of doing that. And quite frankly, your GM, right, one of the, th- <clears throat> one of the things you need to do as the GM is manage your team's personality and the personalities of your team. And they did a poor job of that. <clears throat> and this is now coming home to roost. All right. Oh, piss poor. Piss poor. <clears throat> they did a terrible job of it. And, you know, it, it's just a shame because he clearly has, and we've had this discussion with any number of quarterbacks, Peyton Manning, um, you know, Eli Manning with the last couple of years in New York. You know, you have a window. And, you know, think of what Atlanta did um, drafting Kyle Pitts, right? For, for Matt Ryan. They're not saying, Matt Ryan, all right, peace out. They go, we, all right, we know Matt Ryan's getting old, but we have a window where we still believe in him. So let's get another weapon, right? Let's mm-hmm. do that. And, you know, Matt, you and I, I mean, it, it, y'all know, you know, <laughs> Favre is like my dude, right? Got the Favre jersey. I love that guy growing up. Uh, Favre, Daryl Green, and Reggie White. Love those guys. And you and I had so many conversations back in the day with Favre and Green Bay, and we were like, dude, will y'all bring in a damn free agent? <laughs> Can you, like, I, we understand sometimes you, you're not always going to get the draft right. You know, it's it's a crapshoot. Sometimes people work out. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you can't help. I mean, people get hurt. I mean, you know, uh, uh, things happen, right? We get that. But when you clearly are in a window of time where somebody is advancing through their career, but they're still great, you want to you know what I mean? You 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 have to be aggressive at times. And mm-hmm. part of the frustration is, I, look, I know they had to rebuild the defense in Green Bay. We understand that. They've been through some defensive coordinators. Mm-hmm. They've clearly turned some things over. Uh, Devontae took time to develop. He's a phenomenal receiver. He's one of the best in the league, clearly. Uh, Jones is, is an excellent running back. Um, and they'll, you know, they have made good They've made some good decisions. They've done some good things. They clearly have built out the team. But philosophically, they've shown a, a lack of understanding of how to manage Rodgers' personality and how to do some things. Whether I'm not saying he's got to make personnel decisions, but I do think he has to be involved so that he knows that they're committed to him as he's their guy and they're going to help not only build the team, but help put him in a place to be successful. And if that means expending a little bit of draft capital to get a true number two or somebody that can push, um, you know, uh, Devante, then fantastic. Do it. You know, it's great to have guys that, that develop and turn into fantastic players, but you know, there is a point where you go, he's 36, he's 37. We don't know what his window is. Um, let's commit to this window and roll. And I don't know that they've done a great job of that with Rodgers recently. Or Brett. Uh, and with Brett, they certainly didn't. I mean, uh, uh, how, how many times was uh, did it feel like Brett uh, – look, they're dramatic for different reasons. Um, Brett, you know, Brett was the kind of dude you're like, all right, fit Wisconsin, you know, perfectly, right? Likes to hunt, likes to fish, likes to drink beer. You know, they probably yeah. all wanted to hang out with that dude. And I would too. Not I don't hunt, I don't fish, but I would certainly hang out and drink beer and you know ride a lawnmower around Brett Favre's estate just for good measure. Like why not? But it, rocks and Le- Le- Levi's. Yeah, so, rocks, rocks and Levi's. But but don't you remember when like Randy Moss was available and Favre's like, dude, can you bring him in? Help me. Yeah, help yeah, me no out kidding. because you can't. If they wanted to play together, and they they finally did later in their careers, but they weren't the same. Can yeah. you can you imagine what it would have been like 
if they had actually spent some money. It would have been like Brady Moss 07. Oh, my God, I mean, It would have been Favre Moss early. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it would have been like. Oh, so, uh, that would have been, what, 03 when he went to Oakland? And we, and that would have probably been the earliest he could have been with Favre. I mean, can I you believe. can you imagine if Moss had you know three to five years with Favre? I so mean, I heard I heard a point the other day, and it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Green Bay has had a Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Was it ninety two or ninety three when Favre 92. went to Green? So Green Bay has had a Hall of Fame quarterback starting for them since nineteen ninety two. Mm-hmm. That's a long time, they, bro. Twenty nine years, and they've and it's criminal. It is borderline criminal. They have been to three Super Bowls. I mean, I get, I get Brett Favre, but who, who else? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that's a, that's a, he's just he's doing that for for Whitfield. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you, I, I'm just going to move on from that. <laughs> did, uh, did you call him Douche <laughs> McDoucherson? Is that what you yeah. just called? Him? <laughs> So you have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and, and look, I I will give Rodgers a pass on the onside kick incident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we covered that one on the show. I think Whitfield had about a half hour rant on that. Probably. One, well, uh, you know, and and they've been. Uh, I, I'd have to. I don't remember off the top of my head how many um, how deep the Packers got in the playoffs routinely with Favre. You know, obviously, you had a couple years where the Giants kind of uh, had some well, miraculous the things. Dallas Cowboys of yeah. the '90s yeah, plus yeah, yeah. the Steve Young well, Niners. Well, right, they had to get over the Cowboys hump for sure. Yeah, uh, that, that was tough. That was legit- I mean, that, that, that was, was a tough. tough era. You know, you had the Cowboys, and then you had Steve Young, and mm-hmm. then they went to the back-to-back Super Bowls, uh, but, but and I, they had to go against John Elway of all people. Yeah, I know, I know. That that was a tough ass. I mean, hell, wrong. Elway in the helicopter. I mean, that was. I mean that that was a hell of a play. All to the wall, man. I mean, it's no David Tyree, but I mean, come on, what is? God forbid. <laughs> God, God bless. Facts. Whatever. <laughs> Hashtag facts. What was that damn? Was it against the Eagles or was it against the Giants that they had that fourth and twenty-four? What was that? Eagles. That was the Eagles. Brady Mitchell. Mitchell. Oh my God. Brady. Fourth and twenty-six. Fourth and twenty-six. Fourth and twenty-six. And Freddie Mitchell said something to the effect of, "I'm, I'm just so thankful See, for my hands." I mean, it, had, had it been a closer throw, it would have been in the damn dirt. <laughs> <laughs> like most of McNabb's passes. I think I think McNabb was sorting it in the dirt, and uh, one of the defenders picked him up, and it just happened to get yeah. a good uh, angle. I mean, they even gave him twenty. Oh, like that Eli pass. They gave him twenty six yards of room to barf. I mean, they were doing McNabb a favor. <laughs> I That's a true story. I can't believe he did him wrong like that, bastard. <laughs> By the way, did you um hear Shefty on uh um Dan what? um Dan Patrick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I I have. So it. now we're yeah yeah. So now we know it Here. wasn't Aaron's camp. Here you it wasn't go. The Packers camp. It was Shefter trying to get clicks. There you go. Yeah. And on draft day, there's a report that morning from Paul Allen out. Yeah, there's a report that morning. Minneapolis that the 49ers made a draft offer, which they didn't make an offer. They never made an offer. And other people are saying that the 49ers called. And I said, how long till it gets out that Aaron Rodgers wants out of here? Is it next week? Is it next when he doesn't show to the OTAs? Is it next month when he isn't? It's going to come out. What does it matter if it comes out now 
or next week or next month. And so. So you chose to break the news on draft day. That is actually that is absolutely accurate. Correct. But it wasn't something that you got information about. No. Oh, okay. No, okay. No, and there was nothing that morning that came in. That okay. All of a sudden said to me, yeah, he wants out. You should report this. Like, it, it was going on all off season. You just keep hearing it. And there, there was more and more talk. And now there's starting to be Aaron Rodgers talking. I said, you know what? This isn't going to wait much longer. Let's just go. And it just happened to be draft day. It just happened to be draft day, man. No big deal. Just happened to be draft day. <laughs> it just happened to be draft yeah. day, bruh. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not faulting him for reporting. The ti- time I mean, to report. Yeah, but. I mean, the the timing of it. Clearly, the timing of that is motivated by the blowback that happens and the blow up that happens and the clicks that you get. I, I, none of us look. I know this is this is a podcast for fun, right? We're not getting paid by anybody to go report. I mean, I get that. But we're also not dense enough to think that the media <laughs> environment. And Shannon and I went did did J school, right? We yeah. did, we, we, we Journalism was part of our thing. And so, you know, some of these things are manufactured. Some of it's timing. Some of it's, you know, the old Friday news dump or whatever. I mean, timing matters. Context matters. When you drop a story is relevant. And that was yep. beautifully timed to get massive reaction and look at what it's been ever since that came out i mean it, it it's been a madhouse i mean hell there lots of clicks hell i mean there, there's i even read a story about how we had turd ferguson on his you know name tag at the kentucky <laughs> derby <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean right um, you got you got old man grumpy Terry Bradshaw getting all up in on it, man. If y'all, oh my God, I mean gosh. Terry Bradshaw was just he'd, get off my lawn. And for him to be upset, my God, I don't understand that. Pittsburgh drafted Mark Malone number one, Cliff Stout in the third or fourth round. I had I had him coming at me from all angles. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, I embraced it because when we went to practice, I wasn't worried about those guys. You know, it didn't scare me a bit. So I don't different era. Understand? It is a completely different era. We get that. We get that. And why he's so upset uh, at Green Bay? And then, then if they fire the general manager, he'll come back. Are you kidding me? Really, Aaron, that's that's where this is. Here's what I'd do. I wouldn't budge. Let him gripe. Let him cry. Retire. You're 38. Go ahead and retire. See you later. I mean, I'm really strong about stuff like that. And it just makes him look weak. In my way of looking, it makes him look weak. You know, how dare you draft somebody or. You know, uh, I played better. What did he say? I played better than they thought I would, or I, I I don't know. Oh, me being the MVP really screwed them, you know, really messed them up. Well, you're going to make, I don't know how much money. That Obviously, he doesn't need the money. So, probably, he's just retire and go do Jeopardy. It's the way I look at it, but I wouldn't budge. (laughs) I mean, I I get get what Terry's saying, though. I I, I get, well... Look, I understand where Terry's coming from. Like, if you're the man, be the man. And I, I, I get, I get where Terry's coming from. Right. And, and in a, in a way, I can understand that because that's where you're going to say, "Nah, mofo, you, 
this is my team and you ain't good enough to run this team. Yeah. And I, and I get that. I, I get the old gunslinger mentality, but there's the also the other part of you got Devontae Adams, you got Ton, uh, Funyan Tunyon. <laughs> let's uh, you know, let's get someone opposite Adams and MVS. I like MVS, but he is a slot guy who will go deep. And that, that I mean, don't don't yeah. slot guys usually go deep, Shannon? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said but you know like he's just thinking like matt says he's just inconsistent like he'll, he'll get past the guy but he doesn't always catch the ball and yes i said ball <laughs> and like i said any one of those guys in the second round that i just just rattled off would have been just fine opposite of uh, Devonte. all those guys made some noise this past season oh, i know I mean, they every dra- single one. Look, they drafted Amari Rogers. They can be like a law firm. Rogers the Rogers out there. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I like Amari Rogers. I do too. I, I have no issues with Amari Rogers. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, just looking at last year, I just I thought that they could have gotten a better quality receiver and just sit, sit put. There was no need to now, move up. Yeah, maybe and and. That's an argument about the Jordan Love pick, but you know clearly if you go back to the NFC Championship game, a blown coverage really, you know, a blown coverage and some mismanagement at the end. If you're going to cherry pick out moments that you remember, and we're a bit far removed from it, obviously. No, I and, and that's but, where they should have called a timeout to gather yeah. themselves. So and they some, didn't, and they didn't. But you know, you can argue about the the corner that they drafted, but they needed a corner, right? You know, he's it, legit. It's a, it's a legitimate move. We don't know if he's a legitimate guy, right? Maybe he is, maybe he's not. If you get that pick right, that's good. Um, but I just, you know, how much better would they have been had they taken T. Higgins? Or, and obviously, and they had injuries. I mean, just like Kansas City had offensive line injuries late in the year, and that really changed the nature of that team. And losing yeah, Bakhtiari. Yeah, it was Bakhtiari, wasn't it? You know, yeah. losing him hurt them a lot. And, I mean, they're, you know, a player or two from – being, you know, getting past Tampa Bay, and who knows how that Super Bowl plays out, but given what Kansas City's offensive line was, you'd have to feel pretty good about Green Bay's chances had they made it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, that's, a bit, that's a bitter pill to swallow, particularly when you look across the field and you see Tom Brady, who... And, and people pile on Brady for lots of things. Um, whether that's deserved or warranted, some of that is, is really about your own fandom, but, you know... Uh, a lot of people bring up the context, and Matt and you and I have talked about this. I think we talked about it last night uh, on the phone, like randomly drinking beers and burning heaters outside at 1 a.m. or whatever it was. But, you know, people like to bring up the, the Tom Brady context with what he, you know, did post-New England going to Tampa Bay and, you know, here comes Gronk and here's Antonio Brown and his influence. Um, and clearly he wanted a different environment, Brady, speaking of Brady specifically, he wanted a different environment, and I would imagine – he had some influence because part of that is people want to play with him. And then he clearly had a good good rapport, good relationship with Antonio Brown. And you know he has a great deal with Gronk. And Gronk, oh, yeah. clearly, Gronk was ready. What Didn't they try to trade him to Detroit? And he was like, no, if you if you trade me, I'm going to retire. I won't go mm-hmm. to Detroit. That's why he did it. Yeah. So, you know, Gronk wants to play with Tom. That's it. He wants to play with TB12. And, and that, that's, that's, that's the end of the road. If it's not TB12, he's done. Yeah. Right there. Because Stone Cold says so. Um, yeah. 
so you know, it, there's some things that are different, but one but one thing to keep in context. Sorry, Shannon. One th- I wanted to get this particular uh, thought out is that Brady played out his contract. You know what I mean? He he was a very team oriented guy in a lot of ways. Didn't take up huge chunk of the cap. Uh, he certainly has made his money, but he you know structured his contract specifically, and that's a team. For all the things Belichick and that organization got right, they couldn't draft a wide receiver to save you know to save their ass. I mean, mm. God bless. Running backs, defenders, sure, they could do tons of stuff. Couldn't could not figure out wide receivers, man. Could not do it. But he he was ready for a change, and I you know I don't know if 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 part of this is this idea that if they're not going to commit to me, right? Like Brady forced New England to commit to him and move Garoppolo because they kept winning, right, and they yeah. and they won Super Bowls. They were in the they they were in the mix for Super Bowls or playoff team. He was still productive, all of the things you do. So they had to move, and clearly as a fan favorite and somebody the owner loved, uh, regardless of any personality conflicts that may have been there at times with Belichick, he was irreplaceable. Um, and there's a certain commitment that goes to, goes along with that. But when his time was up, he moved on and did what he wanted to do. Uh, but I do think Rodgers is saying, what is your commitment to me? And I want to control part of my legacy. Because, you know, Favre in some capacity tried to control his a little bit. But his was really, am I going to play or am I, am I not? You know, do I want to deal with the offseason stuff? I think Favre still enjoyed playing. He just didn't like all the offseason bullshit. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Um, and he waffled, and I, I think once he did it once, people were always in his face about retiring, you know, and that probably just exacerbated it. And and I I love Brett, but he was he could be a smidge dramatic at times, you know. Uh, I don't think Rodgers needs the attention, but I do think Rodgers expected and wants a certain degree of commitment. Once they got McCarthy out of there, it's like this is a new era, this is a new phase. Let's finish the back end of my career strong. Right. You know what I mean? And so there's – I'm not saying respect is always your contract, but I think one part of this is the respect of him as the player, the respect of him as a person on that team, uh, and maybe the contract matters a little bit to sweeten it. Um, once you drafted the quarterback, it throws a monkey wrench in that, uh, and clearly there's some there's some you know hard feelings about it. LaFleur is a young coach, man. Um, that's not a guy that's been through the ringer. That, that's, a, that's a super young dude. I'm not saying he's a garbage coach. I'm not saying that. But you can see some of the mistakes that have been made. And you have a quarterback like Rod Rodgers is a freaking perfectionist, dude. He knows what to do, where to go, how to do it. Okay? 13-3 two seasons with him in a yeah. regular season. You he, can't. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, need, he doesn't need to be spoon-fed all this stuff. Right? Yeah. Um, and LaFleur has, has had to grow into the role. So you're going to have some, you know, some moments where – Sure, they're going to butt heads, or they have different ideas of what to do. You have to give each other room to grow, but I think part of that, from this is my opinion, is from Roger's perspective, he's like, you undercut me. You undercut me. You didn't help me, you undercut me, and you didn't tell me, and I, I thought this was a commitment to what was next, and I, I really think he wants to control his legacy, and if they're going to try to take that control from him, which in a way is kind of effed up because he sort of was part of the reason that happened the far of it to end too. So it's really weird yeah. to think that here we are again. It's just a tough deal. I, I, but I think some of it is, is respect uh, more so, more so relationship respect than it is money, but money's going to matter. It always does with these guys. But I, I, I think, at, at, yeah, I gotta <clears throat> tell you, I'm just disappointed, man. And I think it sucks, but 
What you got? I will for say me, this: if, if Rogers ends up getting traded, it'll be uh-huh. after June first. It's got to be. Has to be because because you're talking about a thirty-one million dollar cap hit before June first, or a fourteen million cap hit after June first. So if uh, Rogers does end up getting traded. It'll be after June first for sure. Oh, there's um, no, there's no way around that. Uh, by the way, do you, do you like him dropping Jerry Krause blasts on? Yes, Good that cunt. was funny. I, I did laugh about that. That that to me is incredible. I love Dude, that. that 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 freaking documentary was that that saved us last summer. It did. Oh my gosh, it was so great. Um. I might get a little long-winded here, but uh, you, you know, shut up. Are you reading from a pop-up book? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was dirty. So we've had 29 years. Mm-hmm. Like you said, three Super Bowls. I'm two Super, three Super Bowls. Aaron's is two Super Bowls, criminal. But you've had an organization that's pretty much like. We'll pay you what you're worth. Mm-hmm. We'll pay you damn good, but keep your mouth shut and do your job. Shut up and dribble, as they say, right? Yeah, shut up and dribble. <laughs> and I get it on some level with um, Brett. Look, Brett kept on waffling, but you see, this past um, week, you like Kirk Cousins. They reached out to Kirk Cousins and said, "Hey, we might draft a quarterback." I mean, Nagy. Pretty much told Andy um, Andy Dalton, "Hey, we we might go ahead and draft a quarterback." We know we tweeted out quarterback one, but nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 disrespect, pure and simple. And it's not like Gutekunst was a prior GM at all. Mm-hmm. But cunts. Yeah, cunts. <laughs> there cunts. has to be. Something has to be done. And Aaron shouldn't even have to be the one to leave. Gutekunst's got to be the sacrificial lamb. I'm sorry. Because they're not going to get rid of Mark Murphy. We know that. No. No. I mean, there's 40... They, I mean, there's they're not getting rid, rid of the floor. They're not getting rid of the floor. Or Murphy. floor to cunt. Stephen A. calls him. Um, and I... I don't... So, so you, you, that. Think, you think that, that Gutekunst has got... He's got to go. He's got to be the sacrificial lamb. He's got to be. Period. In this story, he's got to be. Because if you if you if you if you're um saying you want Aaron to be here mm-hmm. for the next 2 years or for a foreseeable future, foreseeable then future. you need to repair that damage. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate disrespect to him was made by Gudikund. Who also by cu- who also who also cut his buddy uh, what's that wide receiver? I think he's in Buffalo now. Kumara. Kumara. And I, I don't even know if that dude, you know, I don't, I don't even remember that guy, but I, I do, do, but I do remember the interview, right? Or I, I do remember him talking about him and then they cut him and, and we were like, how was he just talking about this dude? What happened? Right. That kid had Aaron, no, Aaron knew how to use him. Right. And he would have been productive with Aaron. Just like. A lot of people felt the same same way about it. he could have been another Jordy. Well, possibly, and and that ties into something we've talked about for years in this podcast, and and that is yes, there are quarterbacks that can run a system, and there are quarterbacks that can be very productive on a good team, and then there are quarterbacks that 
really elevate, you know what I'm saying, and elevate production and play. Brady was one, Peyton Manning was one, uh, clearly a couple times in the playoff, Eli fucking Manning was one, <laughs> and, you know, Aaron Rodgers is one, Mahomes is one. There are guys that clearly, um, through skill, through talent, through all the things that go into being a great player and a great quarterback, they make other players better. Some of that is yeah, Roethlisberger is, at, at times as yeah, well. Yeah, he yeah. he is he's not what he was, but he yeah he did that at 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 his best. Roethlisberger yeah. did that as well because he could buy time and he was hard to tackle. So you know what I mean. Like there's different ways that you can do it. Some of it is is just being great schematically, uh, being able to execute that. But it's seeing other things as you know what I mean. Seeing the field and being able to make plays happen and and put other players in good positions to succeed and Rodgers can do that so he can elevate so it's one thing to say well you know maybe that was a marginal guy but if he took offense to that and you have these other you know the old lemony snickets like sequence you know a, a series of unfortunate gute kunst gute kunst events then here we are <laughs> but if you look at it it's just been like Apollo stuff a pile, mm-hmm. a pile, a pile, a pile, a pile over years. Not giving me help. Hey, hey, this guy would be nice to have. Being left out. And the fact that if Murphy, if that report is actually true, uh-huh. after McCarthy got fired, and he goes up to Aaron and says, don't be, don't the, be the problem. problem. Really? You had an archaic coach who lost the pulse of a team. I was going around changing place to try to send a better put in a better position to win because what you were giving me was shit and the defense was reading right through it isn't that so isn't that what Wentz was doing in Philadelphia too like he was disregarding the play call and kind of just making shit up Wentz was doing it too Wentz was doing it too but that's a dangerous game to play but that clearly I I mean but that shows you there's you know I mean it was a fracture that was a fractured relationship right that's the that's really the important part but for so many years, he's asked for help. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they pretty much told him to do your job. We'll pay you nice and everything. But he's developed a level of cachet that should be respected in a room. When he comes up and or a GM should ask him, hey, what do you think about this guy? I'm not seeing every goddamn player on the team, but what do you think about this? His, his, in, his insight should be honored and respected and listened to. Well, it's not and like he was. It's not like he was waffling on retirement. He wasn't. You know what I no, mean? No, no. So, yeah, I, and it, it's yeah. And it, and it's just like, and it's just like, they shut the door on his face. And now at the point, he's completely frustrated. You go out and go out and go out and get his replacement. You don't say two words to him. He finds that on draft night. He's got every right to be pissed. And then I put go out. Give you a whole um, um, MVP season. If it weren't for coaching, and I don't, I'm not, I'm Matt Lafleur. I don't. I mean, he's he's waffled on some um, play calls and everything. And you know, we all know after we talked about it 50 million times mm-hmm. about the end, end of the um, NFC Championship oh, game, and that's a learning experience. And I think he's a good coach, but I think that power structure that has been built in place. Since, um, I mean, Ron Wolf left because they would have done this. Ron Wolf would have gone to Brett. You think I so? have no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, Ted Thompson wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, do you realize? I mean, yeah, when he realized when, um, 
uh, that Super Bowl run in 96? Ryerson, BB. Did we need them? Probably not. Were they good pieces to have for? Mm-hmm. They probably, yeah. Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, duh. Super Bowl. And it's MVP. just been, and, and I mean, I mean, t- like Ted Thompson. And I understand the level of wanting to build and grow and build. Uh, I mean, and season your players, not just go out yeah. and get the hot, the number one free agent build with them. I get that. Mm-hmm. And that's admirable. But there's points when, hey, you're this close and this p- person might not uh, take, I mean, could lead you to the promised land. Why not make that move? You got the salary cap money. They do. You got salary cap issues. Yeah, and see, I I know they've there were reports that they offered to make him the highest paid quarterback in the league. I don't sweetening his contract is one thing. I don't know that it's the total that's the issue. I think it's the time commitment, guarantee money. I think it's it's the time commitment and saying, all right, well, if I'm you know if I'm only your quarterback this next season, like you know what what is that, right? I, I think he wants to know that he's. I don't think he, he's not threatened by Jordan Love. Don't fool yourself. Jordan, nah. Jordan, Jordan Love is not a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. the candle to him now. Yeah. Now, could he be in time? Maybe. That's a, that's, don't know yet. That's a hell of an ask. But we but do know that as, are, of, as of right now, that dude, I don't. he didn't even get a preseason snap last year. I mean, he doesn't have a single snap in, in, in the NFL when it matters. Like, zero. So you don't know what the hell zero zero, zero point zero. zero. You don't know what the hell he's gonna be. You have no idea. You know what you got. So I don't think I he's. Mean, I don't. I don't believe that Rodgers is threatened by Jordan Love, the person. But I, I think the, or the, the player or the well, yeah. Better way to put it, the, the player. I don't. He doesn't have to worry about that. Um, no. but God. I mean, he's thirty-seven going into thirty-eight. Yeah. If they came, I mean, got. This year and next year left on his contract. Is it too too much to ask to sign him to a two year, put two more years on that, and make him probably three top? I mean, behind you got Deshaun, Mahomes, and Watson, Deshaun, Dax, and um, Mahomes. Look, we got to slide him right there on a two year extension, guarantee yeah. a, a good chunk of money and everything. That's not too much to that, ask. He's uh, earned that. Maybe you trade Jordan Love. I, I don't know. I mean, you're not going to get good return on the guy. We weren't the first. I mean, we weren't the first. I mean, who did we have? Aaron Brooks at one point. We had Mark Brunel. All relatively high picks that we traded. Wasn't We've Kurt, done it wasn't Kurt Warner in, in there for a cup of coffee? Yes, it yeah. may, have, may have been. Yeah, yeah. He's bagging some groceries at the you know stop and shop <laughs> outside of <laughs> outside of Lambo. You know, it, here's what I'll say, man. Like like. This is part of what disappoint, disappoints me right now. There's a, a lot of speculation, a lot of innuendo, a lot of rumors, a lot of chatter. There's a lot of stuff. This has dominated things for like a week. And yeah, I mean, Matt, at some point, you're right. There's going to be a certain degree of fatigue, um, both for Packers fans and regional stuff. But nationally, people are going to get tired of it. Um, that always happens, but they're going to milk the story for whatever they can. Okay, they will. Because it gets clicks, and I guess then we'll go back to arguing about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys or something. <laughs> but you know what I would really like is for Rodgers to to step up and say, right, you know, say say something specific. You know, mm-hmm. hey, look, I want to be the Packers quarterback. I'm not. I don't want to retire. 
you know, this is what I would like them to do. You know, I, I don't know that he can step up and say I didn't call, you know, good cunt Jerry Krause. I don't know if he can say that. <laughs> but I will say from your friends at the Sports Brew, we got a lot of drama going on, okay? <laughs> I want you to stay away from Instagram massages. Just a pro tip from, yes. your, <laughs> from your friends at the Sports Yikes. Brew. Just let you yeah, know. Don't ask Beyonce. You don't need to go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do it. <laughs> no. Just have Shailene uh, massage you. You'll be okay. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Sh- let Shailene give you a Woodley. You know what I'm saying? Hey! <laughs> there it is. Yes. That's what she said. <laughs> well, so, she can let you stick it out the top. Oh, what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> Good to contend. Hey, Ron. Can't wait for a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Hey, Ron. <laughs> that was. The, I apologize. That, Rogers that, was, <laughs> that is not the soundbite that I meant to play on that. I thought it was. Uh, nice. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying. We're going to enter seventeen over here. <laughs> Don't go there with me. Hey, where are the white women at? Um. Was that Deshaun Watson? <laughs> oh, oh, too soon, too soon. Okay. So Matt and I talked about this last week. You if said the- balls. Just saying. Yes, we didn't talk Not about balls. Yet. What Matt and I were talking about when because uh, we went out to dinner last week is uh, the fact that with the Packers not having an owner, um, when you look at some of the best ah. quarterbacks out there, like Kraft with Brady mm-hmm. and even. Jerry Jones to some extent, mm-hmm. they always had those players' backs. Rodgers doesn't have that. He doesn't have an owner who's going to be like, "Look, let's keep him happy. Let's do. Let's let's make sure hey. he has what he needs." Not J- Justin has door. part ownership. Justin, I do. I do. Let's your thoughts. I do. I got I got my share. I, I, you know what's great Gosh, about that is Matt and I were joking around about we needed to vote <laughs> good to cunt out of there. And this is the soundbite I meant <laughs> to play. I could not fit one more thing inside of me. That was the one I meant <laughs> to play, not <laughs> Although I could technically not fit one more thing. Although technically I think they go together. <laughs> is that one of what the massage therapist? A little bit. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> But no, on a more serious note, we've noticed the owners, if they have the back of the, you know, they have the back of the quarterback, especially if it's their franchise quarterback, they're Mm -hmm. always pulling for them. They're trying to make sure, hey, let's get what this guy needs to keep him around, keep him happy, and keep us winning. I guarantee you that if they had a legitimate owner, like a Kraft or a Jerry, he would have gone down there and said, do what you got to do to make. Well, if they got a, a normal structure, what I can't even really use Jerry because he's the GM anyway. But Kraft, Kraft or um, Jeffrey Laurie, he would have gone down and said, "Hey, do what you have to do." He would pretty much told him the same thing Kraft told Trey Grappolo. Yeah, I maybe. Guarantee you, maybe I would bet. Maybe I would bet I would bet very highly that that's he would what he would have probably done, and now you got a forty some person committee who can hire and fire Murphy, but they won't. It's not going to be Murphy. 
It's I know it's not gonna no, be Murphy. And like I said, it's gotta it's gotta be Gutekunt. It's gotta be. Yeah. It, I mean, because he's made you gotta have a sacrificial lamb in all this to you still have Murphy. Of course, LaFour. <laughs> then you have this GM's like, well, that's not the type of coach Did I you want. just call him LaForge? His name is not Jordy. LaFleur. <laughs> that's that not the new host of Jeopardy. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Let's, uh, let me get it right here. <laughs> Matt LaForge. LaForge. And now. <laughs> <laughs> from Matt <laughs> That's what I sound like in the morning when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at Whit- Whitfield, can you introduce Gutekunt? Live from somewhere outside the Lambeau Field, Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> Brian, Gutekunt, I'm going to need a job soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know Matt's theory on the Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, I did want to ask. I did want to ask. Okay. Because there was a lot of speculation. And look, the 49ers paid a big price to move up to three. Okay, they did. And I like the upside of Trey Lance. Don't get me wrong. I do. But there's a lot of interesting reports that were flying around about how they were willing to give the the three, you know, the third overall pick and Jimmy Garoppolo for Rodgers. Uh, and then, you know, clearly if you could rewind, or as we would say here on, you know, the sports brew, if you could turn back time to before they made that arrangement with Miami. If that was on the table and Rodgers was available, dude, they, they could have given a sweet offer to him. And look, let's not kid ourselves, right? The 49ers, if they're healthy with Aaron Rodgers, Christ almighty, that would be filthy. Woo. Now, it would take a big pair of, of stones for the, the Packers to trade you know, their Hall of Fame quarterback to a, a rival, which is what the 49ers are. Here's looking at you back in the day, fucking T.O. and bastards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but out of curiosity, trying to wrap your head around an alternative timeline, right? Avengers. Yeah, the Avengers, man. It, what, what What's your take on how the 49ers handled that and what could have been... <clears throat> with with Rodgers in the equation. It's just kind of a point. I mean, you, you know, you're a fan. You got the Garoppolo spot. You got Trey Lance. I know you like him, but, whoa, to get Rodgers in? Come on, man. It, it, would, be, it would be hard to pass up. It, it really, truly would. Um, I think, obviously, uh, you'd have to look at the pieces in terms of who Green Bay would get. I don't, I don't, because I don't, obviously, I don't believe it would have been just Garoppolo and number three. No, it would have been more multiple picks and maybe a couple more players. And so it really ultimately depends on what pieces does do green Bay get? Do they get some of, uh, some of our defensive starters? I'd like, I know someone Warner would have been one of them. I'd heard. And, of Warner. Yeah. And see, I have a real problem with that one just because he's the heart and soul of that defense. Mm-hmm. He is the leader of that defense. So it's very hard for me to see, him get traded just to bring in Rodgers and then watch that defense suffer because, I mean, granted, Bosa coming back healthy is one thing, 
but you're talking about our defensive play caller essentially on the field, yeah. losing that guy who's just the motor. He's the heart and soul. And that would have been – I've been iffy on that. Now I would have gotten over it because Rodgers probably would have been like, ooh, look, I have Ayuk, Samuel, and Kittle to throw to all day long. Oh this God, is ridiculous. And, and a great run game with a bajillion running backs. Yeah. So, so Randy, <laughs> let me ask you this. Uh, ju- just, just for shiggles, are you a little upset that San mm-hmm. Fran didn't take, you know, the top tight end that Atlanta took? <laughs> Not really, just because the receiving core was good enough already. Now, granted, it would have been inter- would it have been interesting. Yes, it would have been a, quite the dynamic to have basically a two tight end, two wide receiver set where basically out of the four guys, you don't know who the hell to cover. That would have been absolutely amazing. The problem is we say we do that and then Garoppolo just tanks or he gets hurt again and we're stuck with Josh Rosen or some other dipshit mm-hmm. that they decide to sign. Gross. That I just – no, I'm – I'm happy with the fact we went quarterback just because it secures the future. It, mm-hmm. it gives us a chance to develop a guy who can be the franchise mm-hmm. rather than risking it all on someone who may never be as good as he was a couple of years ago again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Quick question. Yeah. If he goes, if he's traded where he goes, I'll start. They are not sending him anywhere in the NFC. Remember how Brett was like, hey, I want to go to Minnesota. Where are we going to send you? The Jets. <laughs> yeah. He'll, um, he'll go I, to Denver or Vegas. And, you know, if yeah, he, if he that had. That makes the most sense. If he hadn't hurt his triceps, wasn't it, wasn't it a torn triceps or was it a torn bicep? Who, Aaron? With or Brett? Favre in New York. He had an arm injury. He, uh, he was, tricep, I believe. Yeah, tricep. it was tricep. Yeah, it was tricep. I mean, because dude, they were they were they were pretty good until he hurt his arm, and they fell off after that. He wasn't wasn't the same with the injury. Yeah, but. then they took Sanchez, and then they yeah. I think went to a couple of ASC championship games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I, I went I'll, to one. I, I'm just glad Favre didn't do the butt fumble. That's all I'm saying. True story. He was out before that crap happened. Shannon, did you butt fumble a tick? <laughs> I, I butt farted one, but I didn't butt fumble one. Shannon, 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 can you Chicago Bulls intro the tick on your taint? <laughs> taint happening. Come on, that, man. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a title. The tick on your taint. Coming in 2022. <laughs> Here you go. Ow. The dumb motherfucker. Tick. Who decided to latch onto my tank the night after recording a podcast after having Kentucky Christmas morning <laughs> and some cheesy salsa and dumb tick? I, I cut off MF. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Uh, the struggle is meal. The struggle is meal. All right. <laughs> can, we, can we have a salute of clock real quick? We, we need a salute of clock. All right, so Mark, I had a question for you because we're at about a buck 15, so I wanted to take a break and then come back and do a salute <laughs> clock and do a couple other things. Um, so, But some of that is really contingent on your timeline. 
Um, did you? I'm gonna roll after the first one. No, so. that, that's fine. That's fine. Because we could answer the question about where we think he could go, and I'd say yes. It's unlikely they would move him to an NFC NFC team because clearly they had some opportunity space with San Fran somewhere along mm-hmm. the line, right? It was percolating at least, and they wouldn't do it. Um, so yeah, you, you go to the Raiders, right? And you know, I mean, if you really wanted to rewind, they could have sent him to the Rams, right? <laughs> they could have sent him to the Rams. Instead of Stafford, oh lord! Uh, not that I wanted him to go. I mean, obviously, I would like to see him finish his career strong. Man, hmm. come on, dude. Um, but I, I think your your pool of teams start shrinking, you know, pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, okay. The the Raiders. I guess the Raiders could send Carr back. He's at least serviceable. You can do I would that, like that one. You would or would not? Yeah, I send him to Indy for. For Wentz on the seventh. Come on, man. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Fuck out of my face with that shit. No, I, I, I joked with you guys earlier yeah. when, when all this shit went down. I said, if Indy would trade four number ones for Rodgers and Adams, would y'all take it? And y'all were like, nah. Would y'all take it now? No. Four number, four number one. Four, four number, number ones. Four. Four. One, two, no. three, four. Four. No. Four number ones, and then probably probably an extra couple, but I would say at least four number ones. Four number ones in the tick- RG three got three. Look, four number I'm just one, saying. Four number ones in the tick free taint, and then we're talking. <laughs> okay, four number ones in a tick free hey, taint. Devil's <laughs> Devil's advocate on this tick free taint. It's so dynamite. Oh my god! <laughs> Here's the Devil's advocate part of that. I would take okay, that. Say, deal. say you get Rogers. <laughs> It's it just Rodgers. What happens if the Colts go to four straight Super Bowls because they have Rodgers? That number one pick really essentially is a glorified number two. Exactly. If, if oh, I That's, mean, they it, were they're gonna be a hot they're gonna be a high one. What, what do you say, Justin? If if and nuts, yeah, if, if, if and nuts, and butts for candy, candy and nuts, every day be Christmas, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that's kind of how Green Bay's looking at it. Okay, if we give you Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be a playoff team. So more than likely, you're going to be picking in somewhere in the 20s. Okay, so if four number ones wasn't enough and they threw in a couple extra twos or a fifth number one. What, what do you think, Mark? Daniel Jones and a couple of ones for, for Rodgers? Come on, man. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Shit, you go out and get an Aaron Rodgers jersey tomorrow. <laughs> Nah, thirty-eight. I'll pass. Whatever. He'd he'd wait at least a week. I, I like I like my quarterback. He likes to play the game and you know, be quiet. Yeah. Can't get all the way. Can run all the way down the field and then trip turf. and fumble and everything. Yeah, monster. turf turf monster. Yeah, turf Rod, monster. Rogers Rogers repertoire is uh, great these days. Um, is that like is it, would the turf monster also be legitimate for like seventies bush porn like you know what I'm saying like the turf. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know it, what you make a really good point there I'm just saying <laughs> take <laughs> take it take it down by the turf monster yikes I mean, you're gonna see right the, I mean the thing about it the standard <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what can Green Bay get okay Green Bay can get more. Then what? Uh, hopefully, hopefully, Daniel Jones was able to shake that off. I don't know. God. Well, he could get what the Rams. Okay, the Rams gave up two ones and a three in golf. 
for Stafford. Which is a salary I dump. I guarantee. Well, it's a story salary dump. You're going to get two okay. ones and a two okay, and a a legitimate player for Aaron. Look, a whole bunch of the local radio had fun talking about, you know, the Redskins, or uh, uh, the, the Washington football, the WFTs, the WIFTs. What would it take to get them, you know? And it's like, okay, you, you realistically, you're talking probably two number ones at minimum, a couple of other picks, maybe some twos and some threes at minimum, and then throwing in a starter and possibly even a quarterback. So, all right, so what, are you going to trade Fitzpatrick, your next – two ones, your next two twos, and then a starting defensive player? I mean, not Chase Young, wow. but one of the other guys. I mean, that's a hell of a price I to pay. I said sweat. Yeah, I told you that last night. You said night. sweat. I said and, sweat. And I don't think they would do it. No. I don't, uh, no. If no it was, and Washington, look, man, Washington right now is in a really good position. They are. In the NFC East. I mean, they got, they get, they got Fitzmagic. We all love some Fitzmagic. We can't wait for him and Destat to have the beard off. Oh my God! You know they have that beard competition, but you know, like with Heineke last year in that playoff, they pushed Tampa, man. Like they did. They they pushed Tampa. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't just a, a mud stomp. You know, Tampa had to go earn that game, and you know, and, and Tom Brady taught those guys a lesson, and and they'll they'll learn from that. But Heineke showed something. He could you imagine Fitz Magic in that game? I mean, who knows? Bruh. He he would be expensive to trade for, then you have to redo his contract. And it's just not for a team like Washington at this point, with how you've set that defense up. Would you, they, can't, you can't you can't make that trade. You just can't. Yeah, I get it. It's just not it. the right time for that team. I, I would they love to have Rodgers? Uh, fuck yes. Oh yeah, no, I mean, no doubt about would, it. Thirty-one it, other it, teams in thirty. I wouldn't say thirty-one. Probably uh, twenty-nine other teams in the league would probably be like yes. You you telling me that Baltimore wouldn't be like hell yeah, bro? You tell I'm me. saying Kansas City and Tampa Bay would probably say no. Maybe Buffalo. Buffalo. Would be the thirteenth, but, but yeah, yeah, I think I think Buffalo would say no. So, Baltimore, Baltimore would take Rodgers in a heartbeat. Are you fucking? They they would take him over Get over Jackson in a heartbeat. Don't fool yourself. No. I love I love I love Lamar. I, I look, I love dude, Lamar. He can't throw the ball. Come he, on, he's dude. Just not ac- he's you just, just not as accurate. With you're the telling me, Mark, Mark, you're telling me that if they could flop Lamar Jackson for Aaron Rodgers, they wouldn't do it. They could take Rodgers like ten years ago, sure. No, they when they Rodgers year old Rodgers over Lamar Jackson he's right now. Got yes, four insane. years left. That's insane. He can get no. them a Super Bowl. Lamar uh-uh. until proven otherwise uh-uh. can't. Let's put it to a vote uh, right if, if, hey, if hold, Lamar, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. Uh-huh. If Lamar makes a, and, and I'm sorry, Justin, if Lamar makes a, um, a Josh Allen type leap on his throwing ability this season, then yeah, I agree with you. I agree. But like, it's Lamar just too, it's just no. too much running for me at this point. I, I love I love he Lamar. Hasn't gotten pop yet. Right, I love Lamar, pop. and, and like he, he's he, he's on the cusp. He he's there, and I'm, I'm not saying like it would be a bad decision. Look, but, look, look. 
Bro, Lamar Jackson is the proverbial teenage, it's just the tip, okay? Aaron Rodgers is the full deal. Get the fuck out of here. Absolutely, anybody with any any degree of I want to win a fucking Super Football Bowl sense. would trade straight up. I, I would take uh, three to four years of Aaron Rodgers over what five i mean what are you gonna have to pay lamar jackson is he gonna fall off the map like cam newton did is he gonna get hurt is he ever gonna progress that's I mean, why Lamar's still on his rookie contract, they're great so. in the regular season but what the shit have they done in the postseason jack squat um, the jack yeah. the, the packers have done a lot more in the postseason than the ravens have all right i'm not a ravens fan okay i'm not but if with that team if you could give me right now and you gave me three years, three years of Aaron Rodgers, or let's just say eight years of Lamar Jackson, which is probably optimistic. I mean, Aaron, that shit out to Hollywood Brown. I'm taking, I'm taking Rodgers. That's fine. I'm calling you Andrews. I'm calling you insane for that. I, I again, don't nope. get me wrong. I'm not pretending that Lamar Jackson is on the level of Rodgers for his career. But I'm just saying, if you're telling me you're taking Lamar Jackson right now with the years he's got left, with the progression he can continue to make, with the team that he has around them, with the plenty of success they've had, I understand everybody wants to look at teams and it's just like either you've won the Super Bowl or you're shit. But that's nonsense. Yeah, they fell if apart last year. it's a win-now yeah, now mentality, I would take Rodgers. Dude. Because you're in the AFC – and you've got a team that can compete with Kansas City. It's it's, it's going to be tough either way. No, they can't. You gotta get, no, they you can't. Get Not in the playoffs, Tampa they Bay, can't. bringing everybody back, or you got to get past Kansas City that you just saw Tampa Bay mm. say, oh, my defense can crush your line? Great. I've got a defense at Baltimore that can go crush your line. No. I, 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 I would take – and maybe there's some fan bias here, but uh, me personally, no, I mean, it's realistic bias. All right. well, I mean, we'll we'll take somebody similar. Arizona, you taking you taking three more years of Rodgers over Kyler Murray? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That, that's DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, that's it. That's a different team. Absolutely. And, and the argument, JG Watt on defense. The argument is but, about but, but, Kyler Murray's upside, but I mean, look, think about how many people go over tw- go over a twenty year period. Okay. Go over a 20-year period. How many teams have won multiple Super Bowls? How many quarterbacks have won multiple Super Bowls? Not a lot. Okay, Brady, it's a, Manning, Roethlisberger. It, 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 it's a, Roethlisberger has two. Manning. It, you know, it's a small. It's a, it's it's That's tough. It. It's tough. It's really really tough. So if you could give me a, an absolute Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, and I, I was going to get four legitimate, you know, three to four legitimate, and it could be more than that. He might play till he's 42 or 43. That's up to him. We don't. We don't know. He might have six years, right? Let's just say four to six years. Oh, he may have one year, depending. He on could have. Yeah, he sure. He, yeah. Four to six years. I mean, we're discounting a lot of stuff. Um, do I like Kyler Murray? Yeah, I do. I do. But on a team with, yeah, Hopkins and Watt and only Ascent, Kyler Murray's nice to drop Rodgers in there, dude. The upside is mm. better. The upside is just better. Period. You know, I, I think there's a couple of teams that would say, nope, no thanks. But some of this is, is what is our window? You know, I, I, I think, yeah, the Bills, I don't know that the Bills would. Certainly Kansas, Kansas City, City wouldn't. wouldn't. Yeah, Kansas City and, would, Buffalo would. wouldn't, Tampa and, wouldn't. And Tampa Bay, if it's, is it this year or is it the next four years? If it's just a year thing, I think they're fine with Tampa Bay. If it was, what's our would next? Dallas do it. Dallas? 
Woo. Yeah, they would. Dallas would do it just because Jerry would be like, hey, this is our You know how many jerseys to- they'd sell? It, it, would, it would give him a lot of headlines. and he, oh, It God. would give him the that ring before he dies. Well, well and here, all those weapons that Rodgers would have. Here's my one, God. Here's one that's probably a little bit more realistic. Would Seattle do it? Nah, I was just thinking that same one. I, I would say no. I would say I, yes. I think the majority – I'm in agreement that the majority of the league absolutely okay. would say so. So, 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 so we got 32. 31, 30, 29. Yes, I don't think Seattle would either. So there's a fourth. I, I, yeah, I, Russ, is, Russ is still in the prime of his career, and last year he was dropping dimes. So what, 31 I, years old? Yeah, yeah, okay, I, I'll give you Seattle. That's about the only three or four, yeah. Seattle, I, I think on just had they had their heads, not had their heads up their asses and actually ran the ball. With Marshawn, come on, man! You know, got... you know Minnesota's not coming off Kirk Cousins. Come on, bro! <laughs> Fuck out of here! All we need is the RG three commentary. Green, Green Bay wouldn't want that damn contract. Who are you kidding? <laughs> hey, let me let me just RG RG three is preparing himself for a, a life in media with that comment. Uh, no, he, he's, he's he he literally is. He he know after his performance last year when he had a chance to shine and he bro. fucking just shit the bed. Man, you know, Mark, I, do, I do like I do like RG3's tattoo game. He's got some sweet tattoos. Bro. I don't, really I don't hate RG3, all right, but all right. damn. Come all right. on, man. Can we can we take a break so I can yes. go to the bathroom and refill my drink and we do come back and do a salute o'clock. Mark, if you got a ripcord out, can you can you come back and make it to a salute o'clock and laugh about yeah, something? I'll, so okay. o'clock and I'll cut out. That's perfect. All right. All right. All right. Well, I'm Let's going to cut that. out anyway. Be all gentlemen. Have a great night. All right, bro. See you, man. And later, man. Good night, bro. All right. Go get some rest, Sorry, man. Buddy. Good night, bro. All right. Bye. Because <laughs> we went from like an hour 14 and then we were yell- uh, arguing about yelling. We were arguing about teams where <laughs> that Rodgers would be better on, uh, which I think, but you know, again, it, I think some of it's a timeline, but well, y'all are know. insane about Baltimore, but that's no, right. not, not insane at all. Not at all. Not at all. I, I I would take Aaron Rodgers for four to six years all day, any given Sunday. And I like Lamar Jackson. I do. But I'm thinking about playoffs and getting over the hump. Playoffs. And playoffs. And I just don't I, – I, I don't believe – If he it. makes the Josh Allen leap, then I get it. Yeah. I, I get I, your I, argument. I, I, but I he hasn't made the leap. He hasn't made in the In my opinion. And you're a pinkin'. Learn how to throw. Yeah, you get to the playoffs. He can't throw. Woo-hoo. I mean, the Rodgers is practiced the same as the Brady effect. You become an instant contender. Yeah. No, but I, I, dude, the four, the Forty ers with Rodgers would be fucking filthy. Oh, I'll tell you oh, that. Yeah, oh. I'd blank. be very happy camper, but I point filthy blank. AF filthy. And the Colt, the Colt would be great with him too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd take him over Carson Wentz in Indianapolis all damn day. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, Wondering if All I could day. take the uh, Infinity Stones and uh, <laughs> take that trade back and offer it to the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. But all right, so let's take a quick break. Uh, as always, we're at the Sports Brew. But yeah, we'll take a break, quick break. We'll rally up and, and pound out the rest of this thing. Uh, but we at least just need to top off our beverages, man. We got to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Matt, go get some sleep, bro. We'll catch you a little bit later. Uh, and Mark, all we'll right, do man. a salute clock on the flip side of this. All right. Uh, we'll yes, be back in just a moment. Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, and apparently, in honor of the tick, it's going to get its own, you know, little soundbite moment here. <laughs> because you know what? Why not? 
the tick is the real star of the episode. Oh man, I thought I had this soundbite already pulled up and ready to roll. Oh no, oh, yeah, I do. My bad. There it is. Here you go, Shannon. This is dedicated to the the tick of your taint. <laughs> oh, honestly, I also would have accepted spoon. <laughs> <laughs> And if you know, we'll do it you live. know. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. <coughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> it tried to suck, but I, I blew too much ass at it, so you know. <laughs> Courtesy of the tick. <laughs> That was such a great show. Uh, that yeah, yeah. I I, I like the, uh, <laughs> the animated tick. I thought it was great. All right, so um, and you know we forgot one important thing with Dallas. Mike McCarthy is there. That's a no fly zone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You you are correct. <laughs> True story. I forgot about that. No deal. <laughs> it's not happening. Well, that, just, that just tells you how good of a coach he is. When Won't do it. <laughs> If you forget he's there, that just tells you everything you know about McCarthy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no shit. <laughs> hey, Randy, that, that was about the best point. Cheers, uh, sir. <laughs> salute. Speaking All right. of salute. Speaking of salute, yes. we're going to do, do a salute o'clock. And um, I think we have, to, we have to make a dedication. Not only do we have to have a salute o'clock, but we have to have uh, a dedication to uh, uh, Zach Wilson's mom. Uh, because clearly, it, it, during the NFL draft, a whole bunch of other people did. That's all. I'm... <laughs> so I have uh -oh. I have a song for Zach Wilson's mom. <laughs> oh. So you're saying she's a milf, huh? Apparently, that was a hot topic and trending on Twitter, and he was. He was not thrilled by it. Zach Wilson's mom apparently has it going on. <laughs> I didn't see her, so I, I I wouldn't know. All I know it's is this. Score. All I know is this kid's an idiot. This video, this kid's an idiot. <laughs> dummy. <laughs> but you're an idiot. Red, Red Fox, you big dummy. You big dummy. <laughs> uh. Anywho, all right, so. Shannon, I got to thank you because I'm enjoying from Dancing Kilt Brewery the mighty Claricon uh, clover and uh, or Chloricon. Is it, did I say it right? Chloricon, yes. Chloricon. Hydrochloroquine? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no the no, cousin no, no. of the leprechaun, Hy Mark, is what Hydro we're talking about. Hydrochloricon <laughs> clover. The clover is the, gives a little extra hydro. Uh, it's, the, it's, it's the clover that's disinfecting my insides right now. It's perfect. Um, it's, you know, sanitizing my guts, man. Look at that. No light necessary. Chloricon clover <laughs> smashed with honey. Yeah. It, I mean, it's good, man. The, the, you, you gave this to me. Back when, uh, obviously everything was happening with blue and I've been saving it and I meant to drink it the other week when we recorded and, and I didn't, I was like, man, this is, you know, I'm at the point where it's the perfect time to break it out. So I'm doing it and it's a, it's a tasty beverage. So I, I certainly appreciate the, I appreciate the hookup probably yes, again, more so than, 
Zach Wilson appreciated the twi- the Twitter <laughs> the Twitter thought over his mom. <laughs> so so funny thing, we actually our customers kicked the keg on that within a month. Oh, I'm not. It's a good beer. I'm not surprised. So we went through nine full kegs of that within a month. Ooh, holy hell! So it's Bro. a hit. People love that stuff, man. Chloracon. Oh my goodness, they're going mm-hmm. ham. This is how bacon is supposed to be. The fries, they blend so perfectly. The keg, it's kicked so perfectly. The cheese up in here is going ham. I will say I do love the Cajun fries. I like their fries, but look, we were talking about that pre-podcast. Oh, we got the Cajun fries too, man. Bro, oh, they're so good. They're, they're so good, but like, I've accepted that if I eat fries, with like if I do fast food, I don't do a lot of fast food. Um, we don't either. <laughs> but I, I got to admit, I, I love some Chick-fil-A nuggets. Mm-hmm. All right, that's my jam. And I love a yeah. Five Guys burger. All right, yeah. period, end of story. And, yeah. uh, you know. That's I've, a quarterly order for us. Yeah, and I, I will say that the, uh, not that I'm a huge Burger King dude, but they, they're Bacon King. That, oh, yeah. that mofo was legitimate, bro. It, oh, it, if you're like, it is tasty. Holy okay. mo! If you've never done a, uh, a, you have to, you have to do the bacon king. All right. Okay. I've never done that before. The so bacon, the bacon king is legit AF. Period. Okay. Bacon king. Right now they actually have the sourdough bacon. Oh, oh snap! Really, bro? Yeah. I bet that's good. Oh, it is. Man, this thing has 42 million views. I hope that dude made a bunch of money from that thing. I'm pretty sure. I was going to say, didn't Burger King just like hire him for a commercial recently? Yeah. Um, yeah I, well, hey, probably. he wasn't a commercial. Yeah, I did see that commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he, he showed up. A couple of a couple of like random people did that I guess were in like YouTube video drops for other things. And he was one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, man, like whenever we do our, you know, quarter. Uh, <laughs> Five guys purchase, which happened to be tonight. Uh-huh. I mean, God, dude, I just I have that burger, and I'm just like, mother fuck, this is so good. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, man, I'm, 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 it's so good, bro. I do the uh, the double bacon cheeseburger, and I mean, that's what I do. How bro. the hell do you even eat that? That thing's monstrous. Oh, dude, I I freaking crushed it. I, I mean, I, I, I had... know that they're small is huge to begin with so knowing the double is just that <laughs> 10 times bigger so so like my lunch today was a i mean like a, a bowl of faux soup bro like that's all i had and i took two giant shits today so two yeah. giant shits you had yeah. room i had a lot of room <laughs> it's the eye of the burger buddy <laughs> <laughs> See, I just love the big ass bag of fries you get with it. So I'm like, oh, I love that too. I'm, I'm fine with the small burger and the big bag of fries. Shannon, Shannon, dude, drop some love for Five Guys Double Bacon Cheeseburger, man. Give do, this- it. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. All right, hold on. <laughs> and now. In the greasy bag! 
from Farkas! We have the double bacon cheeseburger! <laughs> Ghetto grocery bag. <laughs> also, in the same bag, we have the large order of Cajun fries. Yeah, dude, that was legit. You had to rare up on that one. That was good. That was good, man. Quality, bro. I'm gonna ra I'm gonna raise this chloricon to you, man. <laughs> this hi this hydrochloricon to you, bro. <laughs> mm. um, All right, so I just finished that off. I also have, uh, of course, and this is round two. I have my uh, Jack Daniels and Coke. I actually polished off a handle of Jack. Uh, not tonight, dear God. Um, but, <laughs> but I finished off one of my handles, and I had to crack a fresh sure, one. Sure, whatever. No, bro. <laughs> No, no, I mean I I have a I have a good tolerance, but I can't knock out a no, I can't do can, a handle. I bro. understand. The we we, we were at the pool. A friend of ours reopened their pool, and so we were there last weekend. And I packed a excuse me a water bottle of Jack Daniels and a couple of cokes, and I I was down in my last coke and the remnants of the water bottle, and it was really enough for two drinks. And I I do make them a little stiff. Uh, I have a heavy hand when I pour. And I was like, man, it's a shame to waste this liquor. It's already in the bottle. Let me go ahead and pour this in. And, I mean, that last drink lit me up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Going all Evan Gardner over there, huh? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that that was uh... – <laughs> He went Tony Gwynn. He went over 500. <laughs> bro. <laughs> it, was, it was too – I would – you know – I, I have a good tolerance, man. I can put up with some strong drinks, but that one was like, oh, we, we know, bro. We we know <laughs> that one was it. It it was too much. <laughs> it, it did it did me in, bro. It, mm. it, it did that's me why, in. That's why you, I get you, together is I only let you mix, but so many drinks because I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll mix my own. Thank you very much. I want to live. Look, we we know, man. <laughs> we we know if it's messed and cabin up. It ain't for us. You didn't. You didn't. You, you, you got didn't, a high tolerance, my friend. You didn't wind up like reach, reaching out to Matt Gates. Really, did you? Oh. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. Oh, I just make sure. Too soon. Bruh. Sure. I mean, cause that's too far. That'd be a sign we need your your yeah liquor. Take it away from me. The silence. <laughs> uh, Mark, I gotta, uh, Mark, I gotta say, it's like you're our gatekeeper. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's get back on track here. I'm yeah, having... what, what what is what is Matt Gates's favorite Jeopardy soundbite? Oh, Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs>
just a bit outside. <laughs> Only if and you that's miss. That's what she said. <laughs> That that tick was going for that, Shane. <laughs> hey, hey, it was. Yo, did y'all catch when he said today where he got to pretend to be like an asshole on the phone and we're like, dude, that's the role you were born to play. It, it was. <laughs> it was. It oh was. my god, dude. That, that that Lindy, I'm telling you, that status cracked me up when you said you got to be the asshole on the phone mm. as a tra- a training exercise for your group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you know he he's been training all his life to do that one. <laughs> I don't know if he's really been training for that. But... <laughs> I mean, all I know is. is... <laughs> Tra- training calls with Lindy totally sounds like sabotage to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, that, that cracked me up so much because I know he was giving him shit. I, I love that dude, man, but I know he was he was busting some balls on that shit today. Could have been. Okay. And, I, and Lindy, I hope your move to Maine is going well, bro. I, I know you're going to enjoy it up there and <clears throat> and hopefully one of these years I can make it up there and uh, see you up there. I, 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 given all the st- stupidity we have, I don't know if he's inviting anybody. <laughs> hey, Good he luck. may not invite us, but I'll, I'll step up. I, I want to get up to Maine at some point. I really do. I, yeah. I, it looks beautiful up there, and <laughs> I just I just want to get up there at some point. But all anyway, right. All uh, right. for tonight, I'm drinking a Hardywood Memo's mean cobbler. Nice. Fuck you. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> um, I, I I bought a uh, case of it, and I'm almost damn, through bro. the second four. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm almost through the second four pack because it's so damn good. I'm probably going to buy another case. But shit's so expensive. Well, you know, if you're in a pinch. But fuck it, it's good. So, you know what? <laughs> it tastes like fall. They'll, yeah, fund, they'll fund you. I'll have motherfuckers come over to the house, you know, like, you know, Randy and Justin. And they're like, give me one of those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And that turn I'll, into, I'll drink you out of that shit. I know you will. And I know <laughs> Justin will too. I have to buy some Chloracon to just keep you guys away, man. Bro. What can I say except you're welcome? By the way, they're making a sequel to Moana. Yes. Really? Yes. yes, they are. Yeah, I hope Thank it's God. I hope it's good. I hope it it's should good. be. It should be. I, I don't. I can't imagine a rock doing something that it wouldn't be good. No, well, I would say. I would say. You I mean you hope it's good, but primarily you probably really hope the music's good because you know you're gonna be hearing a lot of that for the next you know three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a good catchy song. Oh, yeah. Mark. By the way, I just started watching. I finished Shit's Creek, uh, which was my lunch show. Uh, I oh, ran wow. through the office, which I ne- I didn't watch when it was on NBC. Um, a couple episodes, but so that was my lunch show for a while. It was the office. I finished that, and I've not done some other stuff. But uh, Shit's Creek, I really enjoyed. I, I really didn't Great like job. it the first episode I watched, and then I was like, let me give it another shot. I know a lot of people are really high on this show. Yay! Uh, and then I really got into it, and I super enjoyed it. 
they totally could have squeezed that for another couple of seasons. But you know, you and I, you and I have had this conversation that sometimes it's better to know what your well, direction is and to wrap it up and and get going. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed that. I'm going to miss that show. But I just started, and I've never watched it. Um, I just started Arrested Development. Hey. Mm-hmm. So I just watched the episode where they burned down the banana stand. And I knew there was going to be money in it. I knew there was going to be money in that thing. There's always money in the banana stand. Yeah, I was like, he said it so many times. There's got to be actual <laughs> legit money in the banana stand, you dummy. I, 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 ho- I hope you love it. I mean, I, I, it, it actually, you telling me that will give you... A little window of reprieve from me and Fargo because Arrested Development Look, is my, Arrested my Development is not Fargo. <laughs> Arrested Development is my favorite, my genuine favorite sitcom of all time. Yeah. It's so hysterical. I mean, I won't turn this into an Arrested Development podcast. I easily could. <laughs> uh, but but Job is my like favorite. Everything. He's such an idiot, but he's so fantastic that they're all all the characters are great in their own right. But Job for me, I'm thinking about the times where I like. I hurt laughing so hard. It's usually Job, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's an outstanding show. That's uh, e- even even there, like you'll get. I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, I think there were four, Five? three to four seasons I think regularly, and and then yeah. they did like their bonus like Netflix season, uh-huh. and it's it's nowhere near as good. It was disjointed. They weren't all filming together, but it's still better than a whole lot of other sitcoms out yeah. there. So I still think you'll enjoy them even when you get to that. But but the seasons that were like actually done for Fox. Um, it's just brilliant. The writing is so good. It's so clever. Dude, uh, it kind of it kind of it kind of breaks my heart that that you know my uh-huh. wife and I we we it seems like TV shows we we've had plenty that we've enjoyed, but that's our biggest divide is like finding TV shows we click on sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was so hopeful that Arrested Development, and she was just like not laughing like at all. And I was like, oh, you're breaking my heart. Oh, oh I love all this of that show so is, much. is early on with Mr. Manager and the cousin. <laughs> that was so uncomfortably funny. It is. It's, it's so, just, it's just manager, <laughs> Mr. Manager, Mr. Manager. Oh, and and uh, and, and uh, what, uh, the cousin's name is what? Maybe is that what it is? Maybe oh, yes. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk plenty more on the podcast. I could easily mm-hmm. talk your head off about it. I, I don't. Oh know my god. Where, 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 where about did you say you are again? I I think I'm three episodes in. Okay, so very very. Early they they literally just burnt. They they just burned down a banana stand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's so good. The, the the mom is so brilliant. I know she yeah. she just recently passed in real life, but um, uh, she's so brilliant. There's there's so many amazing actors and characters in it. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. So. It, it's really funny to see like because even I, I I didn't get around to watching it, but I like a lot of the people that are in it. But it's funny to see some of them because I know the actors, but it it's so funny to see them as young as they are in that show oh for sure you know what yeah. i mean so that part mike, that, mike michael michael sarah yeah i mean he still he still looks pretty similar today like he doesn't age much uh but uh but he, he's, he's super young in that show but yeah he's super young in the show uh he i mean obviously hearing ron howard is the you know the, the voiceover guy is pretty great mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah, it's it's you'll you'll enjoy it. I, it's one of those shows. I wish I could like go back with a complete blank slate. I'll still. I mean, if I if, I'd, if I'm flipping around and somehow like randomly saw it on TV, I guess probably doesn't air on regular <laughs> TV anymore. But I'd always watch it. It's just so good. So. Yeah, it's a hoot. But I, I I thought you would appreciate the fact that I'd queued I, that up as my that's my new lunch show. I like comedies at work. You know, I I finished Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, recently, which I really enjoyed. Um, Not a damn time. I know. Well, I, I I didn't. I know it was one of those shows I've been meaning to watch, but I I, I knew I was going to want to watch it like several episodes together, 
And so I was trying to wait till it was a little further along, and then it was like, oh, crap, it's only six episodes. I better get on this. And so I went ahead and, and burned through I was, it. I was disappointed it wasn't ten episodes like um, – uh, the other, uh, what was the other one, Randy? What, Wanda what WandaVision? Was, yes, WandaVision. Nine. Yes, that was nine. well, I was nine. They, they, yeah, okay. But they they told the story that they needed to. They did. I, know, I, I, but you know, WandaVision I, was only half hour episodes, where Falcon Winter Soldier was an hour long. Yeah, right. Ish. Uh, Around yeah, there, yeah. Yeah, but but I, I really enjoyed that, and I know some people got over, overly bogged down in social commentary aspects of it, but I thought I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it for what it was, right. and you know, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, it, it it's a little long overdue um, on a lot of aspects there, and uh, you know, my my kids loved it. Like, we we had to fight when we would watch it. Like, I had to literally sit there on a Friday afternoon and tell my wife, my youngest, this mm-hmm. Lily was was just all into it my oldest was just into it yeah and we had to literally sit there and tell amber and katie hey get your asses down here so we can watch this so like we we really enjoyed it it was it was a lot of fun so yeah I, I, super good go ahead mark i was just gonna say real quick i, I think i mentioned this one to you before and i mean i'll, mm-hmm. I'll recommend it to anybody who's listening to the podcast but uh, uh if you're possibly looking for a show for you and sarah um fargo no, not Fargo. I, you know, I could say Fargo anytime, but no, actually not. <laughs> yes, Fargo. But what right. I was actually going to say is, um, and you, you should be able to remember this because it's the line that all those uh, married guys should know very well, but uh, it's a show called I'm Sorry. Uh, it's <laughs> it's on that. Uh, I'm not familiar with I, that. I don't apologize <laughs> for a lot, so no. <laughs> eh, not if I believe you. Um, but no, it's a hysterical uh, comedy. It's 30-minute episodes, very easy, but <laughs> super hysterical. Very adult, definitely not kid-friendly, but uh-huh. extremely funny. So, Good. well worth anybody checking out. All right, who, who, what, what would that be on, Mark? Uh, what's on, that, on, 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 on Netflix. And what's it called uh, again? God, I'm sorry. God, God, I'm sorry. I, uh, I'm not familiar with Yeah, I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for, for <laughs> Foreign, foreign words to you, but uh, I know. no, it's it's extremely funny. Um, give it a couple episodes; it's fantastic. It's only two, two seasons out there. Shannon, you got to Will, go ahead. I'll just say Will Will Ferrell is actually one of the executive producers. Um, yeah, Shannon, you got to be careful. I mean, this is a guy that recommends Fargo, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and a shot of tequila. <laughs> and, uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway, some all right. Lim, some lim, lime, lemon, whatever. All, all the stuff. All the stuff. Now, it, like, all the you, you know, Mark, I got to tell you, I was like, maybe I should actually watch Fargo now. And then I just, somehow I, I stumbled, I, I just I just started Arrested Development. I think there's a part of me that's determined <laughs> to watch all these other shows before I watch Fargo. I went through the episode listing. I don't remember if it was Hulu or Netflix. I forget. I think it's on Hulu. And I went to the episodes, and I was like, I should watch this. This looks really good. And then I just went to something else. <laughs> I mean, it's just so yeah. it's so effed up, dude. <laughs> I, can't, I don't even imagine like the pile of dust that the Blu-rays that you've had for me for eight years piling up. Nobody's even gonna nobody's gonna have anything that plays them anymore by the time I watch the show. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you can probably like sell sell it, you know, on eBay or something like that. It makes like this this ancient relic is amazing, <laughs> this right? Relic of Fargo. Yeah. By, by the time Justin right. watches Fargo, the sports brew will not be in production. We'll be retired. Point. Mark will be <laughs> legally able to drink and the rest of us will be retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty 
much, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, Shanna, are you done with your, with your salute clock? Uh, I'm good, bro. All right, good. Uh, Mark, I'm going to get to you last because we're going to have some okay. uh, some more stuff. Uh, Randy, what you got, bro? So uh, I started with the first session with uh, North Coast Brewing Company's Old Rasputin. It's mm. an imperial style. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar with that one. Pretty tasty. Um, I decided to go a little lighter the, the second go around here. Mm-hmm. Um, found something that uh, Total Wine. Uh, it's a Margarita Goza oh. from uh, Cigar City Brewing. Oh, okay. okay. That's Florida, I believe. And uh, also have some Terramana tequila here that I've been uh, taking some shots every so often. Just to add a little something, something. But uh, I actually just finished Breaking Bad. And uh, that ah. final season was wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was some craziness dude you can let it breathe a little bit but do watch the do watch the movie yeah i'm just i'm taking a small break and mm-hmm. just kind of trying to decide if i want to start better call saul or uh find something else real quick maybe because i mean i finished all the walking dead up till what they have on there which is season nine Mm-hmm. And I know there's like Fear of the Walking Dead and some other stuff. So it's like I'm trying to decide where I want to start next. Better Call uh, Saul is really good. If you like the character, uh, Better Call Saul is fantastic. What is it? Uh, Bob Odenkirk? Yeah. Um, he he does such a great job. And I forget how many. Is that Mark? Do you know? Is that four or five seasons in? It's one or the other. I, I, I'm way behind. I, I think I, they're up I to season look, five on Netflix. I so think I, they're at the point where um, Walter got like kind of caught, caught up live to like Walter and yeah. I, I think that they're like if you're if uh, you know, and I think I, I've I think I've watched three seasons. I don't think I've watched season four. I might be wrong about that. Maybe I've watched four, but that's really good. But it's it's a different vibe. But it's really interesting to get the perspective of you know, Saul <laughs> and what was yeah. going, it's really fascinating. And I love that. Ca- I love that character. And so, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a fun watch. Uh, but yeah, at some point, obviously they cross over with other things because of the timeline. Cause it's, you know, just the way the show plays out. I don't want, I don't want, I, I want to be careful not, to not say anything that's spoilery. Uh, but obviously it's going to overlap with certain timeline components. Because well, it, I'm sure you know. I'm sure Gus will be a part of it, and Mike, and so I know that stuff's gonna happen at some point. But yeah, yeah like I said, I'll probably give this a little little time to breathe. Then definitely watch the movie because obviously, out of all the characters, Jesse was definitely one of my favorites out of out of the entire series. I cannot I begin like, to I, go ahead. I just I liked his story arc. I like yes. how the fact of just how he finally at the end just you know. Now, real quick, Mark, uh, Shannon, did you did you ever finish Breaking Bad? I, I need to. I need to get to it, dude. I started. It's it. worth it. It oh, it's worth it. It it it. it I've heard that from my brother in law from most of all. Like he's just like just just. Sit I'm gonna down finish and- Fargo before you finish Breaking Bad, aren't I? <laughs> you should. You should. You should do that challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 uh, I hear Shannon's actually going to watch Breaking Bad next week, so you got to jump on Fargo. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we we've uh, Amber and I've been watching uh, Black Monday on Showtime mm-hmm. uh, with Tim Meadows. Uh, we got through the first season. I believe they're through two seasons. And they're about to 
do season dude, three soon. Shannon sounds a little saucy, doesn't he? Oh, dude, I'm on my third. Uh, <laughs> I'm on my third memos, mean cobbler, bro. We're, we're we're dedicating your drunkenness to Todd. <laughs> <laughs> that that mamas is no joke. That is a Belgian triple. Yeah, it's an eight, 8.2%. I had two warm-up beers prior. So. <laughs> I had two warm-up beers. That's fantastic. Yeah, I would say um, it's one thing to let it breathe before you get the Better Call Saul, but I think while it's still fresh, the Breaking Bad movie would be good. Yeah. And I want, uh, I don't El remember Camino. how... I, like uh, Mark, do you remember? Is that an hour and a half? Like 80, 90 minutes? It's right in that zone. It isn't was it? Uh, two over two hours. I think it was a little over two hours. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Um, but 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 yeah, it's, it's a great watch. It's really really fascinating. Um, I agree, J- Justin. I mean, me, me and you. Oh my god, we, we used to have, have have you know hour long, well multi hour multi hour. I still could. I, I've, yeah. I've gone back and rewatched the full Breaking Bad uh, four times now. Uh, I feel like I usually like to kind of give it like a year or two and then I watch it again because mm-hmm. it, it's it's just I mean it's I still say six feet under is my favorite show of all time but Breaking Bad is solidly number two and I doubt it'll ever get knocked away and um you know Rain and I were definitely had some good conversations about Breaking Bad and, mm-hmm. and I could talk for many long <laughs> long time long long time um but uh all I'll say is I just uh I agree about Jesse is a fantastic character uh for me Walt's and his progression to Heisenberg mm-hmm. and then kind of barely finding his humanity again as Walt at the very end. But the character arc and how it progressed with Walt and what he became, I've just never experienced in a show before. I like a lot of people. I basically knew Brian Cranston from Malcolm, the middle. So I had no Quite idea. A change, he had right? acting, acting, acting chops. He had <clears throat> his portrayal of Walt and everything that he goes through from start to finish is just beyond brilliance i mean won't spoil anything for shannon but uh holy hell i mean it's just it's just such an incredible show that i i i could go back and watch you know probably many more times and and expect that i will i i I may know what's about to happen but uh thankfully my memory is not that great so like i don't know exactly when it's gonna happen i know (laughs) what happens but not exactly when it's gonna happen so i can still be surprised at the win um the dialogue is so great the writing is so great uh, the characters are incredible. Uh, Gus, oh, Gus, Gus will probably always re- remain remain my favorite character of all. Uh, but I wouldn't mind a show that's just centered around him. Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> he he could carry that. For if, sure. they, if they if they wanted to, they absolutely could yeah. easily. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just that's an incredible show. That's uh, I, I it's 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 never going to lose. I just I just like how so many of them like they absolutely 100% maintain their grudges. They're like, "Nah, man. I am, <laughs> I am, I'm never giving, you know what I'm like? Rick Astley approves. I'm never giving you up. I'm going to get you, sucker." <laughs> I mean, I, I can I can say this without spoiling anything or anything cuz you know what I'm talking about, but I, I certainly express it with 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 Randy, uh-huh. the cartel and the whole episode that revolves around the cartel in Mexico is just one of the most brilliant episodes Phenomenal. Uh, of any, anything I've ever watched. Uh, Second only to The Fly. <laughs> the Fly was a crazy episode. So, so, so bizarre. So bizarre. But, yeah, uh, that, that definitely was a very strange episode that <laughs> yeah. caught me off guard. Yeah. One, one, of, <laughs> one of the weirdest. No spoilers still. And you're not going to remember this tomorrow, Shannon. No. Um, I'm not going to remember it in like five minutes. No, probably not. But... 
But but anyway, the cartel episode. And, and, uh, and I'll keep drinking just to make sure. So. There you go. Good good good. It's a good decision always. Um and and then sir. And now, <laughs> and now, from the tick on his taint, <laughs> it's also not Jeff Goldblum. But the fly, <laughs> and, and, and I'll, 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 I'll last, last, last thing I'll say, and I'll shut up, is, is uh, as Randy already expressed, the final season, and especially the last half of the final season, the last like six episodes, incredible, are just that there's there's very few to no words to like describe just how incredibly it was done. I mean, it's uh, we talked as we talked about earlier, going on a high note. I. I as much as I love that show, in my heart, yeah, I could easily have seen you know, two, three, four more seasons, but but that would have been wrong. That would have done the show dirty. They they knew how they wanted to end it, and the, those final five, six episodes are just some of the best TV you'll ever see. So, uh, for for anybody who hasn't watched Breaking Bad, including MacGuffin, well worth it. Get on a MacGuffin. Yeah, unlike Game of Thrones, which should have been another five seasons. It should but, it, it should have been yeah. at least it should have been at least another two. Yeah, to do it, it cost right. a lot of money though. Though filming did start on the prequel series mm, yeah. this week, so you know what's sad is like to see like the Iron Anniversary and, and how many people are just disinterested because they they just fucked the. <laughs> it was just such a rough way to end everything. It shouldn't have been a shortened season. There should <laughs> no. have been well, a bigger. Like, bit. I know it, it. Just like if they had done the stories and that's how it ended, great. But then it just went. <laughs> Right to it, too, uh, yeah. It just it too compressed, too compressed. Uh, I, I mean, may, I don't know. I mean, I guess eventually the books will come out and we'll read whatever the actual ending he has for it. But yeah, it just the feel and the vibe of the show. And this is one of the things I appreciate about Breaking Bad is they were true to they were true to the show the whole way through. Yeah. <clears throat> and it just the thing that's bitter about Game of Thrones. And I know there's plenty of people that don't either didn't watch it or have never watched it or won't watch it, <laughs> Lindy. But the the whole vibe and tone of the show shifted the last couple of seasons because it felt like they were just trying to get through it as opposed to doing the ending the justice it deserved. And I'd say they at least cut off a season. And had they done, had they really fleshed out Khaleesi's development and what ultimately happened with John and some other things, I think it would have been much more satisfying. It just felt compressed and rushed at the end, which is a shame because so much of that show was setting up what it was going to oh. be. And they just yeah. di they just didn't give people enough of a payoff. Were there moments? Yes. Was it going to be hard that the show ended? Of course. But just too compressed, and it just felt rushed, and it was just a shame because they had spent so much time and then so much good work, and I'm I'm still just I'm still disappointed about Cersei. That's all I'm gonna say, man. That was not that that should have ended differently than that. Oh, I agree. <laughs> yeah, but you have to admit, Game of Thrones faux pas led to like say what Marvel's doing with their <clears throat> mm -hmm. TV series. They may be smaller seasons in terms of just episode run, but you get a full story and mm -hmm. everything builds up perfectly to the finale. Yeah. So, well, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Randy, we haven't covered your salute clock yet, have we? Uh, yes, we did, actually. Because oh. we, were, we, were, we got into Breaking Bad. Oh, that's it, right. My, so now it's time for Mark. Oh, Mark, what you got, bro? Uh, I'm enjoying, um, still got many great selections from uh, my mother-in-law, and so tonight we're enjoying a smart mouth 
uh, limited release Saturday Night Imperial Stouts. Woo! That's is a, a that's very, a very interesting uh, combo of ingredients. It says uh, with potato chips, pizza dough, and chocolate malted milk balls. Is that a Norfolk? Wait, what? <laughs> yep. Yeah, th- I thought that was Norfolk. Yeah. yeah. Wait a second. You said balls. <laughs> And I like blow it. It says, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> that why just not? sounds like the strangest combination that, ever. That that sounds like the combination I had when I blew ass and I tipped space. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> See, well, if it take if it take the size to go to your taint tonight, it's gonna die. I'm just saying, like usually, <laughs> usually, Shannon, you it's it's supposed to be a blank space, right? You, your taint is supposed to be a blank no. space, not 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 a not a tick space. That's what the tick thought, man. It, it's the saying. It thought, uh, hey, here's a blank space. <laughs> anyway, and then you know, honestly, that combination. Um, Quad like- City DJs and the train and oh, God. the gas train came out and. <laughs> I mean, you know, just yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Randy, that's amazing, uh, dude. Tick, there it is. <laughs> Yo, bro, bro, that's bro. Nothing but a taint thing, baby. Oh God. <laughs> Anyway, oh my god, that's gross. I, I knew you guys would make this so much better than I ever thought it would be. <laughs> well, that's just teamwork. You gave us some great material, so you know. <laughs> yes. Um, so I got that, and then I also uh, like Shan- or like Shannon, like like Randy. I've got some uh, oh, Terramana. Terramana, but I've got the the. That tick uh, was in the danger the- zone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, t- t- what did good. you say? Tikamanta, Tanamanta? What? <laughs> the, the 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 rocks tequila, Terramanta, but I, I've got the the gold, the Reposado, which is also fantastic. Yeah, I've got the so silver. Oh. They're both so good. So nice. Cheers, cheers to the rock. Cheers to the rock. All right, Mark. True story. Shot. Yes, sir. True story. Are y'all actually taking a shot? Look at y'all. Absolutely. Damn. Absolutely. Looks like Mark's like halfway. <laughs> I'll take a swig of my Jack and Coke, just you know. Oh, dang, uh, salute my memo. Salute, salute, gentlemen. Gentlemen. salute. Yes, salute to Gus Fring. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hell yeah, Mark. Hell I did yeah. want to. I, I did want to ask you, and and a couple of things, man. In honor of yes. Mother's Day, okay. Yes, yes. Uh, I, there's always money. There's always <laughs> money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. Um, <laughs> I, I, if you if you guys didn't see this, there's this uh, Rangers fan, uh, baseball Rangers fan that couldn't hit a ball during a gender reveal for his life, dude. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, so it was a gender reveal party, and the mother to be is just throwing a wiffle ball, softball, whatever it was that was supposed to. He was you supposed to hit balls. it. You said ball, and, and like the big man just take kept just whiffing, dude. Couldn't hit it. Couldn't hit jack squat. So how did he knock her up? Did he? Is he the father? Do we need to get Maury in here? <laughs> well, just, if he can't hit it, I mean, come on, dude. 
I so guess we he need to get Mari in here. I, you know, I guess it, somebody may have been pinch hitting for him as far as it, the mom. I don't know. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure, <laughs> but the, the, the fuck <laughs> <laughs> she did. But, <laughs> but I mean, the, the mom threw a no hitter to the dad. Come on, it's a gender reveal, man. You can't be getting no hit in a gender reveal, bro. You got to make some contact. <laughs> how? How? Come on, Justin, give it to us. Come on. How? <laughs> oh, here you go. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? I mean, he couldn't hit shit, dude. He Clearly could... pretty fucking easily. I'm watching the video Good right now. Lord! I mean, it's like she's serving it up easy to him and she can't he can't no, even hit it. No, no. No. <laughs> I mean atrociously bad. And he even thought I he... mean, guys, literally she's serving it up to him easily and he can't even hit it. Yeah, well, you know, I, I may have found the person that impregnated her. Maybe it wasn't that guy. Uh, this was a headline I read. New York sperm donor, Ari Nagel, 44, has fathered 78 children and has 13 more on the way. So his Jesus. nickname in the article is the Sperminator. <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> I mean, so may, maybe maybe <laughs> did with the big bat swing, better, 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 better swing. Uh, it, you know, if somebody he makes contact, all right. Well, some, some, uh, somebody made contact. Made. I, I mean, what is it like? Come with me if you want the child. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Get to the chopper. I don't know. Man. <laughs> 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 get to the chopper. Get to the, get to the chopper. Oh my god. Oh lord. Uh, but uh, you know, fun factoid. Fun factoid. Okay. Uh, this is the first year since 1969, as Gronk would say. <laughs> uh -oh. This is the first year since 1969 that there have been three complete game no hitters this early in the season and that's not counting this mom that no hit gender reveal dude and it's also not <laughs> it's also not counting madison Bumgarner and his seven inning no hitter <laughs> hey, let me let me tell you something like let me tell you something. I, I feel so bad for that dude because like it, it's literally not his fault that he threw the no hitter in a seven inning game, like that's on MLB. I <clears throat> so that's not on him. So two things, two things, two he things. He did his he did his job. I know he did two things. Right. I mean, and, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say. I mean, it's it, this year's been crazy for things like that because I mean, both I'd say the I think the more, most recent other no hitters are still like crazy circumstantial like millimeters away from a perfect game mm -hmm. john means for baltimore with a wild pitch strike three that was the only only thing that happens uh, that's so painful i mean obviously a no hitter is incredible but that was all that he missed and then the guy uh for uh, carlos Rodon for uh the white Sox off the foot i mean he, uh, off the foot in the ninth mm -hmm. inning i mean where i, I love that he kind of jawed with the guy like could have gotten out of the way like that's <laughs> it um, but that's so brutal to like lose your your perfect games on those kind of things. Like, oh my god. So 
I, I want to get a react from y'all, but before I get away from it, because I think this, this <laughs> I made a note and I got to drop this. This is for you, Mark. This is for you. So we have the gender reveal. And of course, the guy with the big bet, can't amount to jack squat. And the mom pitches a no hitter, right? <laughs> but number two, clearly that dude that couldn't hit that ball needs to strap up a Cleveland Cavaliers jersey. Because much like the Cavs in OT versus the Suns, dude can't hit shit. How? <laughs> How do you lose in overtime by 16? <laughs> How does that happen? Real bad. Fuck that up. Real, 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 real bad. <laughs> Extremely bad, dude. dude uh, this it ended up it ended up on bad beats on SVP, and uh, they were they, you know they're sitting there like they're sitting there talking like there's over three thousand overtime games in the history of the NBA, and only three times has a team lost by sixteen or more, and that was one of them. It was twenty. It. They were outscored twenty to four in overtime, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> like, Man, when I, when I when I I mean, as the the, the resident degenerate, I mean, if I'm watching something like that, if I'm on the wrong side of it, I'm I'm taking at least a month off after that because that's just not supposed to happen to a professional team. No, I don't I don't care if you're the worst team in the NBA, you're you're not supposed to get rolled in overtime like that. If you if you've battled enough to take it to overtime. How? How do you fuck that up? I don't know, bro. Look, man, I've coached a number of teams in overtime games, and it it was never more than a four or six point game. Yeah, change change what you're change what you're doing. It it never got to that point. It like if it got to the point where like we were four down or whatever, we would foul and send them to the line. But something, um. Exactly, I, I, but it—I it, I mean, <laughs> yeah, so, dude, you lose by sixteen. How the fuck do you? How do you screw that? It's, up? It's, I don't it's, know. It's, how did you get it to overtime? I mean, I like, know, I, I know, I know. You didn't suddenly forget how to play basketball between yes, know, they did. Overtime. Yes, they did. Oh. <laughs> yes, they did. I'm I'm so grateful that I wasn't a part of that bet because yeah, when I lose something like that, I'm taking Dude, it probably was, at least a month off. The, the, the spread was Phoenix minus twelve and a half. It I mean it's an, it's a tie game. It's overtime, and oh then that God. happens. Dude, dude, it's just you could have lost by twelve and you'd still be okay, but you lose by sixteen. Yeah, it's, it's just oh. rough. Just rough. I mean, again, and again, as as we always say when we talk about <laughs> bets and bad beats, for me, like I lose like. A hundred dollar bet or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed off. Imagine if somebody and I say if I'm sure there were There's somebody who had a grand, five grand, who knows, you know, on that game. And I mean, you're you're basically, I mean, now, I mean, SVP says it all the time, and it's very true. Uh, of course, <laughs> overtime is is you know the devil to uh, underdog backers because because you're just like, come on, just I mean, I, I lose by one, and I I've got my bet one. They lost by one in regulation. Everybody goes home happy, or everybody that had the Suns, or, or sorry, the Cavs. But you go to overtime, anything can happen. But still, because it's such a big spread, you're like, all right, overtime. Mm-hmm. Sucks that I got to suffer through another five minutes, but we should be good. And you're just watching that gradually go down, 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 like a sinking ship. And you're like, come on, come on. Somebody make, somebody make a goddamn basket. <laughs> I just I can't even imagine how much I'd be freaking out. Like, this is not actually happening. But every – and SVP says it all the time. But, I mean, certainly you get to a certain point. I'm sure the Cavs backers at a certain point over time are like, I, we're toast. I mean, the brightness on the wall. This is this is happening. It's embarrassing, insane, and should not be happening. But it's happening. So it should not be happening. 
but but it is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just don't get how you can go ice that ice cold. It, it's hard to imagine, especially for an NBA team. I, college basketball is one thing. Right. They're young, but for professionals, to they get figure, paid figure, to play. Figure something, figure something out. Start driving to the basket. Start <laughs> you know just trying to get fouled. You know just change what you're doing because it's not working. Change change anything. Something. Oh, just atrocious! Draw some free throws or something. Yeah, yeah. but so. I know we're I, 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 we're not talking about NBA really right now. But I was going to say shout out to the Suns for making the the playoffs in the first time in I think twelve years. Yeah, um, it's it's been a while. Stained, I think, sang that song. It's it's been a while. So <laughs> I, I, I I did want to circle back because I I told you I was legitimately going to ask you about a couple of baseball things. And and the Madison Bumgarner, I mean, it, it's it's a doubleheader. So I, they obviously MLB modified it, but I think what what's weird to me is that it's a seven inning no hitter that isn't a no hitter, but it's a sanctioned complete game. Exactly. Right. So everything right. else counts for it except that. And me personally, me personally, <laughs> I would say let it be a no hitter, but just differentiate nine and seven inning games. Yeah. It just, just, just say this, you know, no hitter. But it, I don't care. But drop a parenthetical seven on it. There's you know? no reason they can't, they can't do that. If it's a completed game, if it's sanctioned, if it counts as a win or a loss, it's just stupid. It's just so unfair. I, I personally despise the seven inning double hitter games. I think that that's you do that in little leagues, uh, or the minor leagues. It, it's that's not a professional, you know, baseball thing. Um, the Mets have had so many, you know. Bizarro uh, rainouts and weather delays, mm-hmm. and then the first series was you know postponed for COVID stuff with the Nets. So they've had to make up a lot of games to doubleheaders. I just despise the seven inning games. It, it it really changes things significantly. It does. Um, and and I I just so I hate dumb. it. Um, so I mean I hate that, and I hate that it seems like the writing is absolutely in the wall that the next year is just about guaranteed that there will be no pitchers batting in the National League, which I hate that too. But yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I just wanted to react from you because it, it just, it, I don't know, it seems odd to me, and maybe that's a ticky-tacky thing to argue about, but if it's a complete, if it's a sanctioned, complete game, it's a no-hitter, you know what I'm saying? Like, it exactly. is it is what it is, and if you're not going to honor it, well, I mean, if you don't like it because it's a seven-inning game, why the fuck are you doing seven-inning games? Exactly. You know what I mean? You think there's a lot? There's a, you think there's a lot, of players, play, a, lot of, a lot of players that would look at, at Bumgarner and tell him, like, you didn't get a no-hitter there? Fuck no! I mean, like, great no hitter, man. The game wouldn't there, stop. There were there were no hits. That's yeah. a no hitter. It, it's what it, it is. A, it, it, it's, it's recognized as a win on the on the score scoreboard. I, yeah, I, I mean, look, he gets credit for a shutout. He gets credit for a complete game. He just doesn't get a no hitter. I mean, Absolutely just stupid. just drop a, a just crap. just drop a parenthetical seven. There's, I, I mean, just something. I mean, I I don't know. It's just I don't. It, that one's just strange to me, dude. That one, it's yeah. just, it's just, it's weird. I don't know that there's a, short of playing nine inning games, I don't know that there's a, a perfect solution, but that doesn't seem like it's satisfactory. No. So. I, 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 I love baseball so much for so many reasons, and I love the major leagues, and I love the Mets. Uh, I okay. I feel like there's a lot, there's, there's, there's too many open-ended things right now. That one doesn't make any sense. Um uh, replay it needs to be there i'm glad it's there but there need to be so many more like clear restrictions on it i mean the, the strangest one and maybe it's not that interesting but I, I, the mets played a game yesterday against a um uh asian uh uh pitcher who uh, had a translator there and like the translator went out to the mound for a mound visit without like 
bringing the coach with him, but are the with which usually is going to happen. And so mm-hmm. then later in the inning, you know, because you only get one mound visit per per inning, uh, they actually had to like grab an umpire before they like stepped on the field because if they had stepped on the field, they would have had to remove the pitcher. They had to check the umpire to see if they could do another visit because they only had one sanction, but because the translator didn't check with them and like went out without them, and the umpires had to call into New York because none of them knew what to do. And it was like a, you know, honestly seven, eight minute delay. It was so stupid. And, so and, and, and it's just, those things can't happen. Like that's just so unfair to the players who are just standing around waiting. What is Tony LaRusso uh, running, running replay? What's going on? No, I'm just kidding. I, I, it, it was just bizarro. And so uh, they really need to tighten <laughs> things up. I understand there's a lot of things to try to analyze in terms of what all things could happen and could be replay reviewed, but that needs to be tightened up so much. Uh, pitch pitch clock is going to happen, I think, within the next year or two. It needs to. So. They, they still they still want to speed the game up. Um, and and I, I'm I'm not somebody who thinks like, oh my God, you can't change this, you can't change that because you know baseball is such a historical sport and you can't. No, change some things. That's fine. Some things change are- things. It's it, not going to change the game. Work. It's just going to speed things up for some of the guys that stand out there and take way too damn long because they're trying to still bring in a younger audience, keep people entertained, keep people who think that the sport is boring interested. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of well, lot you of know, the, the I, pitch I clock is a lot different than saying you know uh, seven inning double headers and you know people start at second base and extra inning. You know what I mean? Like a pitch clock makes more sense because instead of you just grab Ashton and scratching your balls, it's like get to it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The other thing I wanted to ask you, since we're talking about like uh, baseball, um, obviously Phillies Cardinals, you had Cabrera tagging Harper in the face and then hitting the next batter in the ribs. Uh, And and Joe Girardi's out there getting all kinds of cranky, but um, you got this three batter rule. So in a situation like this, in a situation like that, where it's clearly somebody is either not having a good day or there or there's some shenanigans going on like shouldn't there be a mechanism to deal with that as opposed to sorry man you got to stay in there like, yeah no that that i i genuinely think that that needs to be the <laughs> impetus for them to realize all right well this this rule clearly has some flaws too because he, he you know i i don't believe i'm really hard pressed to believe that it was intentional but i mean the the next batter after you know after drilling harper in the face you know <laughs> he hits the guy square in the back i mean I know. clearly Not clearly good. his control is just completely non-existent at that point and if we're risking people's you know getting potentially significantly injured just because of some stupid rule that they need to pitch the three batters i mean I mean, can you have the two managers just have a, an agreement? Okay, look, this dude, something's not right. He got to come out. I mean, yeah. could you? If you, hit, if you hit two batters in a row, let's get <laughs> you out of here like, before something else gets really bad. There's got to be another mechanism. I mean, it, it, and that's a simple thing. What if the you know? I guess it's adding another layer to it. But if if if, if two managers say, yeah, look, something's not right. The control, whatever, we got to get him out. If they have an agreement, you just go, okay, let's go. I mean, I, right. there's got to be and something better than that. And I just genuinely, I, I don't, I genuinely feel like I don't know why they have it in there in the first place. I don't, I don't really understand its significance. I mean, they, they want to prevent, you know, going like lefty, righty, lefty. If you, you know, say you're going up against a guy, like it takes too long to, is that a way to try to kind of sort of speed things up? I, I, I just, I genuinely don't oh, know. No. Um, and so, yeah. That, Eliminate that the dang, shifts. Dangerous. That's better to me. Yeah. I, I do believe this is done to speed up the game because if you think about it, Say it's a you know you get three batters in an inning, but you end up bringing out three separate pitchers. That obviously takes time in general. Of course, it does. So it does. 
I think that really all it was, especially for last year being at the co- you know the first time playing for, through COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't I don't agree that it's stuck. I, I think it takes away strategy. That that's one of the right. things about baseball is baseball is that meant to be a fast game. It's meant to be a game of just strategy, you know, playing to strengths and weaknesses and things of that sort of thing. And you really can't do that if you bring a guy in and like, all right, you're going to ha- go up against a guy who uh, pretty much wrecks you and could, you know, just unhinge everything we've worked for. Yeah, I mean, I, I really think a lot of these things, uh, I don't know if some people would fight it, I, I think there's certain mechanisms that can be put in place where you can still have the overwhelming majority of that strategy stuff. Like, the pitch clock just gets you going. You know what I mean? And Like, that to me makes some degree of sense. I mean, you got a shot clock and, you know, basketball. Yeah, you, you got you, you got a play clock and football. Like that to me, I'm okay with, right? But some of these other rules, the intentions are good, but the execution is not. And I, I think you could preserve some of the strategy, but do things that bring back some other components of the game. Yeah. I've seen people advocate for you know restoring the mound to what it used to be, uh, but I, I think the shift issue is legitimate. I, I'd be okay if they just fucking eliminated that entirely. That's my opinion. Um, you know that, and I don't. I don't like the three battle rule. I, I think that's. Uh, I, I hate to say that it's stupid, um, but I think if you had a pitch clock, you can achieve the same effect without ruining that strategic element. Yeah, I, I think it's a great point, and 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 you know my love of happy mediums. I mean, yes. I, I think uh, I think that's really what we should be looking at here. Hopefully, uh, I'll be very curious to see next year. We, you know, hopefully next year we feel like most all sports. Hopefully, will be you know able to be looked at as 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 really fully functional you know yeah um and and if so will they you know I would sure as I'll hope you know eliminate the seven seven inning doubleheaders eliminate the you know uh, extra innings runner on seconds you know things like that um and eliminate this this three three batter rule and 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 I don't I don't know I don't know if I necessarily want to see being able to shift eliminated entirely but uh i mean i'm not i say that i'm not a big fan of it i just think that it's 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 being significantly overused yes um uh, the mets even i mean really probably just about all teams i mean like i'm sorry but i don't believe that you know every team's you know eighth eighth place uh you know hitter needs a significant shift because you know he's batting you know 210 and you know he's a right-handed hitter so you're gonna you know super shift against him no you don't freaking need to i mean it's also team specific too i mean you know um you know the team's got a great shortstop he probably doesn't need to be shifted that much if he can cover most grounds then then stop over because it just it just gets excessive and i i think that's i see way too many easy hits that are happening because a team is you know trying too hard and is over shifting um, so, you know, I, I don't know from, from even just, you know, not even just necessarily a rule standpoint, I just think from a, let's get back to basic standpoints, uh, teams need to cut back on the shifting, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it some of it is, is certainly a matter of the extent with which it's done. And I, I don't know how you stamp that. It, it, that's a tougher thing to stamp out. I mean, there's yeah. clearly some things that MLB can do to tighten up and to encourage more balls to be in play and to accelerate the game. Um, is that going to restore baseball to its glory? I don't know. You know, 
but I, there is a disconnect with your current, your modern day TV audience. You know, uh, I mean, there just there just is, and at some point you're going to pay a cost for that with the games. You know what I mean? And and the league, sure. it, it's just it, it's come. You're gonna, you're going to have to pay the piper eventually, and whether it's fair or not, once you cross over four hours. That is a long time for a game, bro. Yeah, that's a long time, man. Yeah. It for, doesn't for, all, it, for 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 people who are there at the game, for people at home, for people who are listening to the game. When all of it. That's that's a, that's a long time investment. When it's on the regular like that, like college football games to me feel like forever, dude. They feel like forever. Like that three hour that the NFL is not perfect about it, but that three hour slot feels right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like three hours is like you know, and you know, some games are going to run over that. It happens, but that three-ish hour zone feels good. Four yeah. is too much. Four yeah. is too much, man. It, it's just, it's just a tough deal. And I think there are things that you can do that preserve quality, but still can you know get things kind of motivated and uh, you know kind of grease the lines a little bit. And I'd be okay with that. Oh look, I know we I know we've run pretty long, so we need to go ahead and wrap up and get out of here. We hit the old two thirty o'clock, <laughs> so we need to go ahead and wrap up. Mark, you totally went over your time. Um, I do want to. I, I, I now have to raise an empty glass, uh, but uh, Shannon, <laughs> this one's for you. Uh, the Kentucky Derby, Medina Spirit, man, wire to wire, wire to wire winner, uh, twelve to one odds to win, and uh, Bob Baffert out there saying he's feeling like Tom Brady, dude. Uh, seventh career derby win as a trainer, which is the most all time. And he's the first trainer to win multiple back-to-back Kentucky derbies. So good for you, pops. <laughs> I'd say we, 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 are, we're a three, we're a three person podcast at the moment. We, uh, oh, remember, we're, 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 we're member, member, member down. Oh, Shannon's down. Oh, wow. Shannon. <laughs> Oh, he's no, he's, he's out. He's out. <laughs> we we need to, here. I'll take a picture and I'm just gonna um I'm gonna go ahead and mark it up and I'm just gonna put fin <laughs> on the picture because that that's all you get out of that. Shannon is donezo, dude. That's fantastic. What did he say? He said he had the you know two. Uh, what did he call them before the podcast? The opener beers or whatever. And then uh, he had three three uh, memaws during the podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, well, if he had three memaws during the podcast, man, he yeah. his That's, ass is no, done. So they're so good. They are right. good. One the, one of those them. is enough for me. And then I got to switch to a different flavor. So, oh well. Well, anyway, gentlemen, as always, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun, Mark. It's good to see you, Randy. It's great to see you, Shannon. It's uh, funny to see you pass out. So <laughs> we did, in fact, take a photograph. So, I guess what's, I guess. Well, Hopefully, Shannon doesn't end up with another TNT. Uh, he might. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kind of dreams he's got going on. Hopefully, they're good. But it's not the version of Sweet Dreams I thought I was gonna get there. That's okay. <laughs> Well, I, th- I think obviously as we go out, um, you know, for all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day since that's this weekend. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Raising a glass to all of our our mothers. And uh, yeah, dude, like my mom's a champ. Uh, Lord knows uh, she's had a, had a heck of a life. Some good, some rough, um, you know, some some bumpy. We all, everybody has to be a survivor in some capacity, right? 
But I'll raise a glass to my mom for putting up the chief, with the chief. The chief for putting up with the three of us. We're a pain in the ass. Uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, to all the mothers out there, whether it's, a, you know, a birth child, a, somebody you fostered, adopted, or you're just, you know, the old proverbial, you know, you're the mother to the neighborhood kids, right? Uh, those kind of things, man. There's, there's, you know, y'all deserve more than a day for sure. But we'll certainly take a moment and just raise a glass in your honor and let you know we love you. And, uh, to my wife, to my mother, thank you. Absolutely, cheers to that. Echo, echo all of that. My mom uh, was a great woman. I don't know how she put up with me, but she's, uh, she's me a great either. One. <laughs> me either. She did have a great what? What was that? Was it, what was that tweet you sent us or, or text or something? Oh God, <laughs> that was funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, she she said she wants to. Uh, she, needs, she needs to learn how to become a, a boss ass bitch. <laughs> That's fantastic, man. Yeah, man. she's 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 got a mouth under these days. It's very entertaining. But uh, <laughs> how about that? Come by, Riley. I, I just like how the fact she can give you those what the fuck moments where you kind of go, wait a second, who the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Um, Look, dude, dude, moms can moms can surprise us all the way through. You know what I'm saying? She asked me if I'd be a character witness if uh, if my dad ever wound up missing, and I was like, "No, mom, no." <laughs> <laughs> like I do not like this train of thought. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> I anyway, go down this dark route. Y'all are a mess. Anyway, from all of us to all of you, as always, thanks for listening and putting up with our crap. To all the mothers. Not so much the motherfuckers. That's you, Whitfield. No, I mean to, <laughs> to, to, to all the mothers. You know, we love you. God bless and stay strong and, and keep being fantastic. And, you know, whether it's a it just, you know, whatever it is, man, just celebrate, you know, the women and the moms in your life and, and, you know, raise a glass to your mom, give her a hug and say, thank you for putting up with your ass. <laughs> I know we got some listeners that owe their moms a lot of thank yous for damn sure. <laughs> but anyway, as always, keywords are sports and brew, whether it's iTunes Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, a whole bunch of other services, Google Play, uh, podcasts on Amazon, man, you can track us down. Hopefully you had some laughs. Hopefully you popped the tops on something and enjoyed a beverage or two along the way. Uh, clearly Shannon has, and that's why he's passed out at the mic. Uh, probably the most salient point he's made on the entire night is just <laughs> silence. So... <laughs> about that tick on his ass yeah there's probably a tick on him right now uh we'll see if he wakes up momentarily (laughs) and has to go all grab ass on his taint we'll have the answer but as always from all of us all of you thanks for listening putting up with us we hope you enjoyed the ep and we will catch in the flip side friends but for right now good night now peace out see ya good night friends get some rest y'all there. Late. Yeah, late. Shannon, Shannon got a head start, man. Bastard. Indeed he did. <laughs> All right, later, gents. Good night. Sh- Shannon pitched seven innings. The rest of us went nine. What counts? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What counts? No no-hitter no for you, Shannon. <laughs> the shat trick. Way to go, MacGuffin. All right, guys. Good night, y'all. Yeah, night, guys. Late. <laughs>